0: You're listening to The Sideline Story, the past, present and future of Rugby League, their journey, their sideline story.
1: But it's a head story, easy, it's black and white, it's
2: a head-eye. If you go in with enough force and you fuck it up, then you have to pay more of a penalty.
0: Yeah. Oh, you shouldn't. It's a head-eye, it's a head-eye in the story. Make it black and white. Why are we? Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 54 of the Sideline Story Rugby League podcast. I am your host, Daniel Tassoni, and join with me on the panel with our usual proceedings in the virtual studio are my co hosts, the OGs, Nicholas Guild and Ryan Clark. How are we, boys? I'm back, baby. Yeah, he's back. Welcome back, Clarky how Thanks, did, you your, um, uh, did you rate your um a did a good job it was good you rated him you rated our boy julian vance Slambrook. yeah no he was good he was good made his podcast debut last week thank you for coming on again julian a special guest you are welcome back anytime to replace ryan clark <laughs> Woo. he might replace you for life clarky what do you think yeah and then i'll replace you as host oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I've got gonna replace um... nick then nick how are you yeah, brilliant brilliant ah it's good look at this you don't, have a, you don't
2: have enough time to
1: watch all the games there, mate i didn't I, I, there's one game i didn't watch I've got to he didn't watch yeah. fully he watched he watched some slipping slipping <laughs> Slippin'. I, 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 I listened i listened to it i was watch, watching the car
0: <laughs> yeah fair enough fair, fair enough boys big energy today um the Obviously, our main topic today is State of Origin. Uh, the lineups were announced today. It's Monday night, uh, Australian Eastern Standard Time, Sydney time, by the way, and the Origin lineups have been, uh, I guess, finalised after the squads were announced. So kicking off today is going to be, like I said, State of Origin, a change-up from our usual format. Uh, we'll dedicate our first portion to the New South Wales and Queensland, Game 1, State of Origin lineups, and. Our analysis of both those sides after our analysis will be our NRL round 12 indigenous round recap, as well as the Cylon story, MVP 321s for each match presented by our beer sponsor, Akasha. Are we excited? Pumped. Let's get into it. Ready to go. I'm going to start very quickly with something, Clarky. It's going to take me one minute, so don't kick rocks. It is going to point, be our Around the Grounds. There's only one game to cover. <sighs> only one game. Don't don't diss our product. Me and Gildy, watch this I thought game. You, I, thought you, I thought you did that while I was out. No. No, we didn't. It's very quick. It's very quick. So we're recapping the UK's Betfred Challenge Cup final. So played in front of 51,628 spectators at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium in North London. The Wigan Warriors in the dying stages of the match snatched a famous victory to break the hearts of the Huddersfield Giants, which saw Wigan claim their 20th Challenge Cup trophy. Boys, I watched this game live. Spectacular. Absolutely. End-to-end, enthralling football, uh, this match over in England. I thought it was very high quality against these two in-form Super League clubs. Uh, Just... A few dramas for him. A lot of key players got injured. Theo Farge and Chris Hill for the Huddersfield Giants got injured. And Cade Cust, ex-Manly NRL player, boys, got injured for the Wigan Warriors. But that's our bunker review. Congratulations, Wigan. We're moving on to... Do you know you got me out of the match, Dan? Uh, it would have been... Was it Bevan French? No, it wasn't Bevan French. He played well. Uh, who was it? It was... Was it Field? Oh, he didn't. He didn't do much this game. He didn't do much at all. Yeah. Uh, Chris McQueen. The, Chris it McQueen. was Chris McQueen. Yes, it was Chris McQueen from Huddersfield. Well, come on, come on, you two. Thank you, the Lance. The Lance
2: Torn Trophy winner. Come on. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, he's a secret I mean, around the grounds
0: Myra. He disses it. he watched it. Yeah. He did. <laughs> but boys, we're going to move on from around the grounds to our bunker review, where this week we will be an, analyzing the squads. Sorry, the lineups because the squad's got updated for the New South Wales Blues oh and Queensland Maroons for game one of the supposed jewel in the crown of rugby league state of origin. It is the supposed jewel in the crown, by the way. That's very subjective. <laughs> but. We're not
2: biting. What is Move it? So we're not biting.
0: Yeah, okay. Rugby no league one World will Cups. know you're joking because everyone will be like,
2: "It is the best. What's, he, what's the joke? I don't it get is. it. The joke yeah, is the, the joke
0: is not a joke. It's a fact that the rugby league World Cup and international test football is better. But anyway, let's move on. Let's move on to the squads, boys. Now we'll look at why did what what can I ask a question? Say? Why did that, Why did they announce
2: this? Why did he announce squads and then like eight hours later name the team? What was the I point? don't
0: know. I don't know. Okay, cool. I don't know. But for those that don't know, New South Wales, aka or sorry or more more specifically, Brad Fittler, uh, the coach of the Blues. He announced a squad of 22 players Sunday at 7pm. That was yesterday uh, night. Then this morning, Monday morning, 9am, Billy Slater, the new Queensland Maroons coach, announced the lineup, so 1-22, to in their positions. And then a few hours later, the Blues just decided to name their lineup, which made no sense. So we will start with... Queensland now, as a result of their organisation, we'll go in uh, by order of position. So, this is our twenty twenty two game one state of origin Queensland Maroons lineup. In the number one jersey, at fullback, Kalen Ponga. How do we feel about that one, boys? Obvious. Yeah, I think yeah, so, mate. Yeah,
1: obvious. With that, we all pick Kalen Ponga, didn't we? Uh, well, Clarkie,
0: Clarkie didn't pick a team, so.
1: Oh, okay, that's right. Okay, Clarkey would have picked, picked Ponga, um, <laughs> mate. Just in case he goes down, who, who do you reckon? Um, who's next man up?
2: Well, Hammer's Hemmer, in the um squad, so I'd have to or Val Val Holmes. Yeah, um,
0: I'd I'd imagine Val Holmes would be the fullback. Yeah, right. Not Brimson. No. Nah. No. Nah. That's the thing. It's not it's, none of
2: them. Are, yeah, it's hey, a good Humber, thing.
1: Humber's from has been playing off the bench.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. Yeah, um, I was just more going off from who's in the squad. But um, mate, I will tell you what. Hope hope um Ponga brings his Newcastle form into the game because he's playing busted.
0: Mm. You're hoping for obviously for the betterment of the Blues. Yeah, mm. mate. Look, I, like, no one, no one. He, he's the he's their best. He's their best fullback. It's no brainer yeah, think, for me that he gets picked. Do you think he's that busted? He Do you think he's playing that well. bad? Yeah. really he's doing nothing.
2: The Newcastle are doing nothing. Okay.
1: Yeah. Well, fair I, enough. I think they're playing better. They're playing better
0: since Milford got their people, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. which is weird. Yeah. yeah. Boys, we'll move on to the wingers. In the number two jumper on debut, Selwyn Cobbo. And on his on the opposite end in the number five jumper, Xavier Coates from the Melbourne Storm. Now they've gone with youth, and Clarkie, you agreed when when I announced my team lineup as opposed to Nick's that you went with youth over a bit of experience because Gildy, you picked Corey Oates and Selwyn Cobbo. Is that right? Mate, yeah. Well, I had youth as well.
1: I'm just, I just think that um, Xavier Coates has done nothing wrong. Like in retrospect, you know, he he he's there. He's probably the most experienced wing. think he did nothing wrong last year, although for some reason Queensland tried to blame him for every game they lost.
0: They did. Um, they did. That's right.
1: Mate, o- Oates has been Oates. Oates probably deserves to be in the squad, or, I, I think, over Murray over the Hammer. But, but that's mate, just uh, Talangi, maybe, but over the Hammer for sure. The Hammer's not even starting, so.
0: Mate, I'll tell you, I re- I rate Murray Talangi. Uh I was looking up his as opposed to Queensland last year with Ronaldo Muratalo when he wasn't eligible, I looked up Murray Talangi's eligibility and he's born in Auckland, New Zealand, and he moved to Australia as a 12-year-old and he played rugby Isn't union. That the same? Sorry? Isn't that the same? No, no so, so it's 13, the cutoff. But you've got to be playing juniors before your 13th birthday. And I don't know yeah. what rug, junior rugby league club you played for, but at school, he played rugby union for a Brisbane, like at a Brisbane school. So,
1: surely they shouldn't, surely they couldn't get it wrong twice. I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm uh, sure he played some form
0: of league. Yeah. And they would have just said, yeah, he played this and, you know, let's move on. Yep. You know, we don't want him to yep. the Kiwis. But, mate, um, Cole Feltz, obviously not in consideration because he got injured, but, you know, he's another one that could have made the squad. I think Corey Oates just edges him out. But in saying that, neither of them are in the squad and they've picked the right players that are in form. I think, out, un-
2: I, think Corey, I think Corey Oates is unlucky.
0: I think he's, he's probably correct. I think he's career best form. Yeah, I think he is too. I think he's playing for a contract, boys. It's probably why. But anyway, we will move on. The centres in the number three jersey, Valentine Holmes, who hasn't played centres for Queensland. He's been on the wings and fullback positions. And his counterpart, number four jersey, Dane Gagai. Straightforward, yeah. yeah they're, they're both
1: ones we picked, um, mate. Valentine Holmes. Yeah, he hasn't he hasn't played there, and I know Clarkie, Initially, you, you weren't uh, sold on him, but what, what have you thought of him in the centres this
2: year? Oh, mate, he's first picked easy. Like he'll be <clears throat> with um with Turbo out of the World Cup. Like he'll be pushing for a spot in the Australian team in the centres. He's I think he's playing that well.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. Um, I guess that what well, you talked about the other play, Dane Gagai. Um, they're the two players we pick. Dane Gagai is a fantastic play. Steps up. Everyone knows he steps up during Origin as well. Yeah.
0: Difference um, this difference this year is sorry. he's playing a bit better for his club. I know he's I know he's got a couple errors in him, but he's playing better for the Knights, isn't he? Yeah, didn't play great on the weekend, but anyway, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Number six boys, of uh, an obvious choice uh, in the five eighth. Position Cameron Munster. It's yeah. Oh I don't know, no. Bro. Oh, well, who else? Clarkey. <laughs> I don't. Who who else would? Uh good question. Didn't. That's it. Yeah. Who didn't? Oh yeah, didn't. Jeez. Yeah, yeah <laughs> we'll talk. We'll talk about that later. Um, Tommy didn't. But yeah, mate, it's daylight after Cameron Munster, so. As long as he's healthy, he's a walk-in. He's a shoe in sorry, for that position. In the number seven bar yeah. another obvious choice, Dally Cherry Evans as the captain and halfback for Queensland.
1: Mate, uh, he, yeah, he's the incumbent, and uh, we always hear about how Queensland pick and stick, but he's not playing well.
0: Mate, Andrew Voss on uh, your mate. Guilty, by the way, Angie Voss on uh, his um, SEN one one seven zero program, his radio slash podcast program. Uh, he said, Dally Cherry, "Dally Cherry Evans does not deserve to be playing for the Kangaroos, let alone the Maroons." He's gone that far. He said, "You wouldn't be picking him if the Rugby League World Cup squads were announced today." He It yeah. "Shouldn't even be in the squad." That's how staunch he was about that. So,
1: Bye. well, if you've got if you've got Tom Dean in the squad, he he deserves to be. <laughs> I just think uh, Ben Hunt is just <laughs> playing so well now that um, look, you know, I don't think it would have been a massive issue if
0: they picked Ben Hunt at uh, at seven and Harry Grant as a starting nine. To be honest, well, we will move on to the starting hooker role and the number nine jersey. That is Ben Hunt. Now that one's a bit of a shocker for me. I know that you just what you just said is is valid, guilty, but mate, I thought Harry Grant was. Sowing that up as a starting nine obviously not.
1: Oh, yeah. I reckon um oh, oh, sorry Clark, here you go.
0: No no, I, I look at that and I I I'm a bit worried. Like do you reckon having- do you reckon it's because of that 2020 um, game that Harry Green had where he came off the bench and just killed it. Yeah. Yeah mate, I'm I'm as a New South Wales supporter I'm I'm, I'm very worried with
2: um Harry Green coming off the bench with kind of like the last 10 15 minutes of the first half. I, I think Ben Hunt deserves to be starting, and if you're going to carry, if you're going to carry one of them on the bench, I think they've got the balance right in what
1: they've done. Okay.
2: Sorry, sorry, I
1: was just going to say, I thought it was a surprise. Um, I, I still think Ben Hunt coming off the bench last year in the last game, he brained it. Then I mean, you're going to have you're going to have them all on the field at one point, so that'll be interesting.
0: Yeah. Mate, we will get to the bench. Obviously, Harry Grant's on that bench, but we'll get to the bench in due course. The prop forwards, boys, in the number eight jersey, Tino Fa'a Malawi, and his counterpart in the number 10 jersey, Josh Papali'i. Now, for mine, boys, uh, Josh Papali'i is insane. He's a shoe in as a starting prop. Tino, we spoke about, and I had him at lock, and I don't know if you boys had him at prop or lock, but you, uh, Clarkie, I recall in um, episode 52, when we are talking about the Queensland team, you said that Tino's more of a prop and Ruben Cotter is more of a lock slash prop. He's a lock playing in a props jersey for the Cowboys. And we will get to the lock position soon. But what are your thoughts on Tino and Josh Papaliti as the prop forwards?
2: Yeah, again, from a New South Wales perspective, it's pretty it's um pretty um pretty scary. But um yeah Tino Tino play He plays like a prop. Like he doesn't there's no real ball playing in there. He he just he makes hundreds of meters every game and yeah, that's and he does it well, like does it really well. Like he's he needs to be starting in there somewhere and they've obviously looked somewhere else for a bit of a point of difference at lock. To try and obviously combat what New South Wales are going to throw at him, which is going to be a lot of ball
0: playing ability. Well, mate, his Tino in particular, um, he's just taken that captaincy with both hands at the Titans, and you know it's obviously upped his game. And after a great game on the weekend, he thought, "Oh, mate, I've made a mistake, so I shouldn't make Queensland." He was always making Queensland, but guilty. Uh. Your thoughts?
1: Ah, uh, look, if Christian Welsh is there. Tino moves to lock straight away, and uh, it's Welsh and Papali. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, look, we, we, with the current uh, injuries that, that are around, I guess the, that, that, that that that's the right decision, for Papali and Tino.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Second rolls, boys, and the number eleven jersey, Kurt Capewell, and number twelve, Felice Cofusi. Pretty straightforward. We both guilty. You Pretty and sure I we that picked that yeah we did so they both deserve it they're both playing very well both hard players great runners great defenders um can't go wrong there that's my opinion
1: they just don't make errors no
0: nah, that's right two. and then they're, they're informed too so like yeah Gilder, you you always point out that felice kafusi is the unsung hero of the storm and mate he is he's very he's very hard work rate a high work rate a hard one and Going to walk into the Australian side. I hope he defects to Tonga. To be fair, but anyway, talk about that another day. The international football, the crown of um, rugby league. We'll move on to the lock position. Boys making his debut for Queensland. Ruben Cotter from the Cowboys. Massive, massive selection. I don't think anyone picked Ruben Cotter to be starting. But Gildy, What are your thoughts?
1: Um. Yeah. I watched the. Obviously, we're going to talk about later. I watched the game. He played this – I mean, he he plays well every week. Uh, He's got footwork before the line, so he doesn't get belted too often either. Mm. He's sort of a nuggetier kind of guy, I guess. He'd still weigh 100 kilos or so. Uh, Mate, he's – yeah, I've got no dramas with him being 13, starting. Clarky?
2: Yeah, if I would have picked my Queensland team, I I think I've mentioned it. That's that's who I would have had at
0: lock. Yeah, mate, because that's how he plays for the Cowboys. He's just—he's like a roaming prop. He just does what. He's—he's <laughs> uh, he's a fantastic player, and he's obviously like playing out of his skin this year. He's just—you know—no one knew who he was, and now he's bloody making Queensland as a starting lock. Realistically, no one—no yeah. sp- one spoke about this bloke well, before the no, started. Mad,
2: it's a mad story.
0: Yeah,
1: he's been playing for the last couple of years, and I think that you know he hasn't really cemented a as a starter and then this year he's just playing out of his skin you know yeah. Tom Payton talked about how hard he trains Absolutely. and you know he deserves he deserves to be there and yeah. the Cowboys are playing well and he's one of the reasons they're
0: playing well 100% he's one of their, he's one of their best players no doubt yep. we'll go to the bench boys so we've spoken about Harry Grant he's number 14 which is the shock we all said Ben Hunt but it is what it is for Queensland and it is like Clarky said a scary prospect for New South Wales the number 15, Lindsay Collins, someone that we all kind of went, nah, he's not going to make it. Not this year. He's in the side. Number 16, Patrick Carrigan. Made his comeback for the Broncos last three games, I think he's That's played. right quite awesome. He's he's a fantastic player and a future, future Australian player, um, if I'm not mistaken. And making his debut – oh, sorry, Carrigan's making his debut, by the way. And number 17, also on debut – Jeremiah Nanai. Bit of a shock there, boys, for mine. But He's only 18. Is he still 18, Nanai? I don't know how old he is, actually. Is Clarkie it, is can find out for us. <laughs> but um, their rotation is a hooker, um, a prop, or two props, if you will. Pat Carrigan's a lock prop. I'd, I'd and, say Pat Carrigan's a
1: middle forward. Two, yeah, two middles and an edge.
0: Yeah, and Jeremiah's on the edge. So, guilty. What do you make of their makeup of What do you make of their makeup of their bench? I nearly mean, had a tongue twister. I reckon,
1: there. Um, yeah, Nanai's got X Factor on the edge, so I've got no dramas with that. Carrigan deserves to be there. Lindsay Collins, mate. I just think Flegler's been playing so well for the Broncos. Mm. I would have picked Flegler, but you know, he's an up and down player. He's done it before, so
0: yeah, he's been there. Obviously, missed out last year due to his ACL injury. Clarkey. Yeah.
2: Jeremiah NI is 19 years old. Very good. Thank you.
1: <laughs> I, to be honest, I thought he might have been one of those players they pick as a um as a squad member to learn how to play. And yeah. like someone like Jai Arrow, you know, who doesn't doesn't make errors, aims up during origin. Do you remember that year he played prop, Jai Arrow? Yeah. yeah. Mate, good player. Do you know what I mean? So he's he's a little bit unlucky as well, I reckon.
2: No, I said it over the weekend. I think the the people who were saying that um, Jai Arrow and the same pe- people talking about Damien Cook how they shouldn't be in either in either teams, they must just be looking at the results of South Sydney. Who said that? Like, it was the, most most of the team. There were heaps of teams, like
1: expert yeah, people speaking happy chorus there.
2: Heaps of people, and mm-hmm. it's like they must just be looking at the South Sydney results because I've said it a million times. Like Damien Cook's playing. Far, more than good enough to be making the New South Wales team. The same with Jai Like Jai is one of those players you watch South Sydney play. You're like, did did Jai do anything to that? And then you look at the stats, it's like, oh, made 45 tackles, didn't miss one, and made 130 meters. Mm. You know, he, not, just, not that.
1: He, he tried to bash a few blokes in the game, just gone. You know, like I mean, his tackles stand out to me. He hits hard.
2: Yeah, I just, yeah, I just think people are looking. People are looking at
0: the results of South. I, I I would have had Jairo in there. I, mean, I didn't have him in there, but I can't fault what you just said. He's a he's a workhorse. So I, I, the only obviously... other
1: player that I think's unlucky, Dan, is mm-hmm. um Bo, Bo Firma. I think is pretty unlucky. Mate, I don't, I mean, look, just
0: they didn't not even consider him. They didn't even consider him. It, it just sounds like he was never in the conversation for people. And he's yeah, playing I awesome. Don't understand that. Yeah. Well, mate, we'll move on to the. The rest of the side that's not playing, obviously the, the 18th man will be on the bench, and shockingly, it's Tom Dearden. What do you boys make of that? I I didn't pick it. He won't be he won't be the 18th man. They reckon I'll you reckon they'll change it?
1: Ah, uh, well they'll, they'll just put whoever they think would be the most. I mean, probably dry arrow, I'd say.
0: Maybe. I'd be putting a forward. Yeah. I had Francis Molo there, but I will talk about that soon. But then in this rest of the squad, they have. Jai Arrow, Thomas Flegler, Hamaso Fido, and Murray Talangi, which is a you know a shock. But that's one of those players that they don't want New Zealand to have, obviously. Australia want Murray Talangi, and they're trying to claim, you know, this X factor of a winger. I think he's fantastic. So that one's a bit of a shock selection. Obviously, wasn't going to play, uh, but nevertheless, but he's in the with, squad. The,
1: with the squad, they always come back better players, even yeah. if they don't play.
0: Hundred percent. I think it's fantastic they do that. Some people will seem to think they're like, "Why is he in there?" But it's like, there's a reason. You're blooding the next yeah. generation as well as, you know, getting them getting them around the experience of players in the moment and the crowd and you know all that. After all, boys, it is the jewel of uh, in the crown for rugby league, isn't it? It is, mate. You are hundred percent right there. Well done. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, boys, let's quickly talk about some other players that were unlucky. Now, Jaden Sewer. Is obviously injured, so he wasn't considered. Uh, Francis Mollo doesn't get selection after debuting in game two last year. Christian Welch, Gildy you spoke about, he's injured. Uh, there's a few players here of note. From the Titans, David Fafita and Mo Fodawaka didn't get the call up.
1: Yeah, I reckon the Mo Fodawaka one's weird. Hmm. So said- getting, you got Lindsay Collins there. Why, why Lindsay Collins? Mate,
2: why not wake up? Mate, Mo played all three games last year. It's very yeah. strange. And, and he was one of the he was one of their best
1: players last year. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, hey, Queensland pick and stick. So
0: whatever. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> mm. Mate, obviously AJ Brimson, Joe O'Farhang Gowie, and Andrew McCulloch. Look, I get why they didn't McCullough. pick them. I get. I get it
1: has just been outplayed by Ponga. Mate, Joe Offengawi, I, I, I've, I've never been a massive fan, but I've been watching him lately. He's playing like 70 minutes for the Tigers and playing pretty well. Yeah. He, I mean, there's just too many other good players right now, but he's still playing good. Do
0: you think Francis Moller was unlucky? The start of the year,
1: he was standing out. Like, he was putting on some massive hits. I don't know if you guys can remember. But, but he sort of quieted down a little bit. He, hasn't, he just hasn't been as damaging as he was.
0: Yeah, when he should be. Hmm. The one that I picked um, early that wouldn't be making it is David Fafita. I think they just want him to focus on his club game because he's just not in form at the moment. In and out of injury as well. So, uh, yeah. Hey, did you see, just saying that, I mean, we keep saying uh, not in form. Like, hey, you see the try scored on the weekend? Yeah, it was fantastic. But he loves a dummy half run, hey, this bloke.
1: He's a freak. Yeah. Do you know what? I, I honestly don't – I just don't think it's his fault. I, I think it's easy to blame him. I think that there's a lot of factors going on. They've got to be better at putting him in the right position. That, yeah. That's how a second row works.
0: Yeah. And, mate, a lot of these, like Queensland and New South Wales, like players that are in that side, you know, if you're really bad, it's noticeable. But, mate, you can kind of, you know, your faults can kind of be covered as well because you're surrounded by a superstar lineup. You know what I mean?
1: I think, I, think, I think the other thing with David Fafita is that he's on ridiculous money. and And that's what people... That's what people rate him against. Not whether yeah. he's a good enough player. They okay. rate him against that, that dollar value that's next to his name. Yeah. He, he'll never get that money again, and that's fine. The Titans needed to get a superstar over there, and they did. Mm. But, you know, he, he's still a good player. I'd, I'd have him at para.
0: Yeah. Anyway, boys, happy to move on to the New South Wales Blues. Yep. Yep. We're all good? We're <laughs> all happy? Clark, are you happy? Yeah. I'm good. Moving on. All good. Boys. The New South Wales Blues game one, State of Origin 2022 lineup. In the fullback role, wearing the number one jersey, is the New South Wales Blues captain, James Tedesco. Straightforward. Ryan Pappenhausen's injured, uh, so he's not even in the conversation.
1: Yeah, look, mate, last year Turbo was playing that good if they'd moved him to fullback. I I I said he should have been there because he was the best. This year, I guess, there's no there's no other option. Tedesco's, Tedesco is the best fullback right what now. What happens
0: if what happens if he went down? Who go who comes in? It's very interesting because Turbo, Latrell, and Paps are gone.
1: I, I know who I pick.
0: Who? Edwards from Penrith. <sighs> That's
1: a big one, Gildy. he but... fits right in there. I mean, we'll talk about some of the other things later, but you, who else is there? Would well, yeah, it no, be Gutherson?
2: Yeah, well, that's what I mean. I think it would be like kind be, of... I wouldn't be Gutherson. Nah,
0: neither would I. Jack White, you could oh. put him there.
1: I, I wouldn't be putting him that's, that's where it gets risky when you start moving players around. Yeah. I don't
0: think it be do. interesting. I think Edwards
1: is playing great right now. Anyway.
0: I think that's a great... You know what? I didn't even think about him. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Guilty if Teddy goes down. Because obviously, you know, last year... New South Wales had the spoils of having Latrell Mitchell and Turbo, who were well in form at that time, playing in the centres for the Blues. Obviously, because Tedesco can't play anywhere else. so the oh, luxury... he that. But he could, he could play in the centres as well. He weighs 100 kilos. He could play there, but he, he's a better fullback. But, you know, yeah, but I'm the, with the, you. He's the best fullback. Anyway, anyway. Yeah. Moving on. On the wing, in the number two jersey. On the left side is Brian Toto. And on the right side in the number five jersey, Daniel Tupo from the Roosters. Now, a lot of conjecture here that we need to speak about. But I want to hear, Clark, are your thoughts firstly when you saw these two players announced as the starting wingers. I don't get it. I really don't get it. What? what
2: I, I, I first had to look to see if the Fox was injured. And which he's not. Yeah. I'm baffled. Like <laughs> Freddie's coming out and he's saying, Oh, we need to battle the two big wingers. Like we had two big wingers last year that we had to battle against. And they got the job done. Well, Brian Toto is not tall. Is he? Yeah. But like last, last year it was coats and Oates versus Toto Owen, the Fox. Yeah. What's the difference? Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't get it. i I'd <laughs> I. I I love Josh Adokar. I love the way he plays. And, yeah, to bring someone
0: in just purely because of their height, I, yeah, I find it strange. Mate, Gildy, do you reckon Adokar is a victim of the club he's at at the moment, being the Bulldogs?
1: Um, no, it shouldn't matter because of some of the other picks. Look, uh, <laughs> Daniel Cooper has done this before. He's awesome. But, mate, in my opinion, Josh Adokar is still the best winger in the comp. He's the best winger in the comp. Okay. Mate. Brian, Ty- Brian Tyro's played two games and he's sort of coming back slowly from the injury. Yeah. It's not the Brian Tyro of last year coming no, to this, this State of Origin team.
0: Daniel Tupu, look, man, Daniel Tupu's playing great. He's the third best winger. Yeah, And and, and what's more baffling is that, and nothing against Joseph Suwali, because I think it's fantastic he's in the, the squad just to experience this all, but Adokar's not even in the squad.
1: I, I just think that they don't put him in the squad. Because it's pointless yeah. with regard yeah. to him being in the squad. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, that's, look, that's fair. Mate, honestly, if, if it's just like Taro or Tupu get injured, mate, Adi Car's playing. They're not going to use Swali. Yeah. 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 I,
2: I'm not annoyed. I'm annoyed with some other people why they're not in the squad, but I'm not annoyed with the fact that Josh Adi not in the squad. But yeah, if he's not, get, I, I just don't get it. I, I really don't get it. Like if he's just not getting picked because he because he is down on form with the dogs. It's like I don't, like
1: I don't if, think he's no Clarky.
2: He's, well, playing well right. he's playing even, well for the
0: Bulldogs. He's playing well for the Dogs.
2: Obviously, he doesn't. He's not playing as good as what he was at Melbourne. But it's like, he's not, but you, obviously,
1: you, he's not getting fed by those.
2: Yeah, I know. That, yeah. But that's what I mean. Like, do you just fucking completely disregard what
0: he's done?
1: for You last can't. Last you
0: know what? Six like six Andrew seasons. again, Cla- guilty. Your favorite, Andrew Voss. He blew up about it. Like the Lux. I
1: agree. I agree with Andrew Voss on the last two things he said. Ooh. But honestly, <laughs> you know what? You know what's even weirder? I don't, mate. I just, I, I, I just cannot understand Fittler with regards to this. I think it's a stupid. It's stupid, mate. The bloke is the bit. If Meninga's still the, um, the coach of Australia, the Fox is getting picked.
0: Yeah, mate. Look, yeah. Look, look. Nothing again. Again, nothing against Toto and Daniel Tupo because we're not trying to disregard them as good wingers because they are very good wingers. If anything, if he wants to combat height, you're going to pick. Adokar and Tupo then and not pick To'o? Like I don't know. I don't understand the this whole, you know, oh, we picked it because they want to combat Selwyn Cobo and Xavier Coates. It's like, okay. How about how
1: about you just let you just we, we just play our game and you yeah, let them combat us? That's like, you know what? That's like 100%, what we did last year.
0: Hundred uh, percent. the second you worry about what they're doing, you'll you've lost you've lost half the battle. You lost the majority of the battle, actually, because you're worried about them. You've told you've shown that you're worried about them. And you're giving these wingers a leg up. They love yeah. it. Like you said, Gildy, when someone points out that they're being targeted, they don't, they don't take that like, oh, shit, I'm being targeted. They take that like, mate, I need to be looked out for.
1: Mate, i am an I've important said this player. before. I've said this before, guys. I thought when Josh Adakar came back to Sydney, he just fall off a cliff. That's what I thought, right? I watched the Bulldogs games. or That's the one game I didn't watch this week, but I listened to it, mate. Every game I've watched this year, he's been—he hasn't put a foot wrong. He doesn't make errors. Like, yeah, he didn't score any tries, but mate, he's got to be fed the ball. But when he gets when he gets fed, he scores tries.
0: Hey, he's a he's a great leader for he, the for the club he, into the and for the
1: state. He's a leader. He could be the captain of that side, as far as I'm concerned. The way he carries himself, and I know he's got that funny laugh and that, but mate, he always <laughs> points to the bulldog whenever he scores a try. Yeah, yeah you yeah. know mate he is a great player and i think i think it's a shit decision by Fittler.
0: yeah well
2: he's made he's he's made a lot of weird this is the weirdest team he's picked since he's taken over
0: yeah yeah we'll get we'll we'll move it on because we
1: mate, need not to talk only about that, well, well, just one more thing is that yeah he's an ambassador right now he's 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 in he's on every ad josh era <laughs> car
0: <laughs> yes you need know, to get rid of him I mean, now he's an
1: ambassador for mate He's the fastest guy in the comp still. Yeah, mate, I'm just absolutely uh,
0: flabbergasted. Anyway. Yeah, I'm with you, boys. Anyway, we'll move it on. The centre positions, boys. Now, on debut, Katoni Staggs is on the left side in the number three jersey. And shockingly to most on the right centre position in the number four jersey is Jack Whiten. Talk to me. Clarkey, you gave me a reaction before I even started. So talk to me. If I'm Campbell Graham, I've,
2: I've I just I resigned to the fact that I'm never playing Origin. Like if 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 I'm Campbell Graham and I'm not getting picked on my current form and with the injuries that are going on, then I'm 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 just okay. I'm just going to be a mad player for South. I'm never playing Origin. That's
0: go full Jamie Lyon. Go full Jamie Lyon. That's what, Lyon. It,
2: that's, what it, that's what it seems like he's. He's basically being told. Um... And he's
1: seven foot tall. So if they're worried about height.
0: <laughs> Mate, I'll tell you right now, no one, and I, I mean no one, wrote or guessed Jack Whiten even suggested him in the centres when they had the oh, light I survey. I saw a
1: few. But do you know why they why I don't think he, he no, not, not many people pick him is because the year they picked Gutherson and him in the centres, they didn't play well, both of them didn't play well.
0: Mm-hmm. That's right, that was Mate, 2020. He has
1: played centre before. Look, Jack White, and he's playing well for Canberra, right? Um, I do feel sorry, I do feel sorry for um Campbell Graham. I, 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 I have noticed Clark, he probably noticed this too. They've moved him over to the left side. He has been playing on the the right. They've moved him to the left, mate. He played pretty. He played pretty well this weekend. And and you know what? Look, when it sounds shit, but when I listen to you know someone go on and on and on about a player, I sort of automatically go, okay, what's wrong with him? You know, and I try and find fault, mate. I got to admit, Campbell, Campbell Graham's pretty unlucky. I just think, and this is the big kicker: is that they've got Stephen Crichton on the bench,
0: mate. Mate, I don't no. get it. I don't get it. I don't get it, like get mate. It. That's that's Jack White's spot, is it not? <laughs> I don't. The only, the only, I think, the
2: only reason you could try and create it's like, okay, they put Jack White in the centres to create because they were desperate to get Nico Hines into the 7-8. and then well, they it. don't put it. Then they don't put him in the 7 eight. Like, what the fuck?
0: It's uh, it's 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 very strange. And look, obviously the game hasn't like. The game hasn't kicked off and this could be a masterstroke. We don't know. But looking at the teams on paper and comparing them and who they've got at their disposal, it's just strange. Stephen Crichton has a utility. He cannot cover as many positions as Jack White. Not to say that on game day, they can't put Steve Crichton in the centers and then keep Jack White. No, no. no. Dan, what's going to happen is if it comes, Bush comes to shove, what happens is. I'll move White. Whiten
1: just moves to whatever the, the utility place he needs to play, and yeah. Crichton moves into the centres. I just don't, I don't see the value in that. well personally, I don't think Crichton's playing that well anyway. I mean, yeah, he's playing for Penrith and they're killing it, right? But he's not, he's not one of the form centres of the comp.
0: Mate, I, um, I agree. Look, <laughs> I'm just, I agree. I'm saying a lot of people won't agree with us, guilty, but I agree.
1: Mate, you, you know what? The, the facts are that uh, Fittler picks the side. He's got Brandy Alexander telling him, giving him all the advice in the world. He's biased towards Penrith players, Jonah. You know is. That's just a fact.
0: Well, they're both um, ex Penrith players, aren't they?
1: Yeah. Mate, look, look, I think I think that I think that Crichton is a good player, but Campbell Graham has been playing better than him.
0: Well. Tony Staggs and Jack Whiten. See how they go, boys. We'll move it on. Well, we haven't talked about Tony Staggs. Can
1: I just say I, I personally think he deserves a shot because he's just he's violent. I just love the way he plays.
0: Oh, sorry, he is on debut too, by the way, for those that didn't know. Yeah. Tony Staggs. Yeah. Yeah, look, he's a he's an X factor, and you and you pointed that out, guilty. Um yeah. and I agree with it. So, you know, obviously when Turbo wasn't injured, I had Turbo and Campbell Graham. So did Clarkey. Uh, but yeah, Staggs was next off the rank, uh, the cab rank for me. And he's he deserves his spot. So I hope he rips up for the Wales, yeah, being a New South Wales supporter. And in saying that.
1: That neither of them would be there if you know Latrell and Turbo would be there. They'd be the centre. So
0: anyway, correct. We'll move it on in the halves. As twenty twenty one showed, um, it worked. They've sticked and picked, picked and sticks Sorry, picked and stuck. Whatever. Number six, Jerome Luai, as a five eight. Number seven as a halfback, Nathan Cleary, the Penrith Panthers halves are now the New South Wales Blues halves. Pretty obvious. Again. Fair enough. Don't yeah. even need to talk about this one.
1: Wait, no. so I just think is playing great right now, and and Cleary, I think Cleary had his best game of the season on the weekend. So,
0: no. moving on, the hooker. Too much conjecture, to some people, for some reason, Damien Cook, the incumbent, retains his hooker number nine jersey. I don't know why people are questioning this. That's my statement. I know why. I can
1: tell you why. I reckon. I reckon the reason is that um, a lot of the time, you know, we call for him to run the ball more. He has been lately, but but sometimes when he's not running the ball, he's a non-factor. That's that's his role. That's what makes him special. He's an awesome runner of the ball. And when he can't always run. You can't always run. You can't always run. But Dan, there's got to be a point in the game where you can.
0: It's eighty minutes. He plays
1: the whole eighty minutes.
0: Yeah. Clarke,y what do you think?
2: Oh, it's just wouldn't it, it wouldn't have even been a debate if I was there. But um, yeah, look, Appy's the next one in. He's been playing. He's playing well. He's playing. He's got all the club combinations. Yada yada yada.
1: But I, I think he's a level
2: below to be fair.
1: And but even in saying that, there's no one else. Like they keep talking about Brayley. He's not. They're not even on the same. They're not no. in the same page. No.
0: no. I said that in our New South Wales predictions episode, uh, in episode 51, I think it was. Um, I said Braley could, could you know, overtake, and I just completely forgot about Coruscant. But it is Coruscant. He's obviously years. second.
1: In two years, Braley might have enough in him.
0: Maybe. Maybe Reese Robson. He's playing well for the Cowboys. Yep. Um, We'll move it on. The prop forwards, as we all predicted, uh, Payne Haas and Junior Paulo, 8 and 10 respectively. Very good decisions. They're playing fantastically, and they're both standout props next to Josh Papali. So that's mate. That's I reckon. Gonna... Um, I was just going to say,
1: Dan, that I think that they're the. They're, it's going to be a great prop battle because you got Big Papa versus Junior,
0: yep.
1: And then you got Payne Haas and Tino, and they've had a little push shove in Origin before.
0: Yeah, mate. I, that's that is going to be a massive battle. Um. Whoever gets over who is going to be interesting. I just very like the Payne
1: Haas can wipe the tears away when they boo him.
0: We'll talk about that later in the Broncos game. That one was um, that's pretty wild. The Payne Haas saga that's going on right now. That is very wild. Uh, we'll move it on. Clarkie, I'll address you for this one. So the second rowers, as we sort of predicted, but not really, um, none of us picked the number 12 to be in our lineups, but nevertheless... In the number 11 jersey, Cameron Murray. In the number 12 jersey, Tarek Sims. Clarkey. Yeah, look, I'm not annoyed
2: by that at all. Like, when I picked my team, he was, like, insanely close to making the bench um, for me. Um, I I, I still would have gone with Liam Martin in starting. But, yeah, I, I think Tarek's... Tarek Sims, along with some players who have missed out, I just think they're the, they're just their origin players. You know what you're going to get. N- n- he won't do anything to disappoint. And proven last year, was probably out of form last year, probably playing better this year. And um, what, started all three games last year, didn't he?
1: Tarek uh... Sims. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he did. But in saying that, man, he's been playing prop for
0: St. George in some games. Yeah. yeah. Mate, I, th- I just think he's one of those players. He did play all three, by the way, just to clarify. But, yeah, Gildy, talk talk to me.
1: Well, I'd have him, but he wouldn't be starting. Look, man, I, 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 I'd have Angus Crichton, to be honest. I don't know how he hasn't even got a shot. I don't know what he's done or what he said, but I, I can't understand how Tarek Sims is playing better than Angus Crichton. Liam Martin's playing good too. Um, I like Liam Martin coming off the bench. I remember that 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 year when he was Capewell. Was it? I mean, it was last year when he came off the bench and just brain him for Penrith. Mm. And I know he played Origin last year off the bench as well. I, I don't mind that because I think he injects some aggression. Um, yeah, I just I. I, I Tarek for me would have become off the bench because he can play in the middle and he can play on the edge. And yeah, he, he's another player. I guess, I guess he's a bit like Gagai. He steps up during origin. All, all St. George fans say this, they all carry on about how he doesn't do anything for their club.
0: Hmm. But, yeah. Mate, I, I, I'm finding this one a bit baffling personally. Um, if it wasn't Martin, I had Martin as my uh, second, second rower with Cameron Murray and if it wasn't him, it was going to be Angus Crichton. And Crichton's not even in the squad, which is, again, like I said, baffling. Tarek Sims doesn't make my starting 17, not even my 18th man. So It's, like he's,
2: it's like he's gone, I'm going to pick and stick
1: with some people.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, yeah.
2: not good. We're picking and sticking this year with only half the people. <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> Mate, look, he played well. He played well last year, but so did Angus Crichton. So
2: yeah, yeah. so did Josh Adokar.
1: Yeah. So did Josh Adokar. So did yeah. Jake
0: Trevojevic. No, we'll talk about him. Yeah. We'll talk about him soon. Yeah. But number 13, boys. We'll move on. Uh, a pretty obvious one and the right choice. Uh, the Penrith Panthers. I believe he's the co-captain. Isaiah Yo. Mm-hmm. 100% yeah. the co-captain. Yeah.
1: But, yeah. Um, In my opinion, the best player at Penrith right now. There you go.
2: Yeah. He's insane. People are people calling like... I don't know whether you guys watch the Maddie Johns podcast. At the moment, it's basically just Maddie and um, Cooper, Cooper, Cronk. Cooper Cronk just picking at each other's brains, but they laugh every week. They, they call it um, the Maddie Johns podcast or the um, Isaiah Yo Appreciation Hour because that's all they talk about. Let's talk yeah. about Isaiah Yo for an hour. Yeah. Mate, I don't mind. Because blame he's, he's just, he's that, he's that good.
1: Hey, he's, he's he's awesome. He honestly, I, look, I, I give Nathan Cleary a lot of stick, but and he and he played great uh, last week. In my opinion, he ran the ball, but Isaiah Yo just is a pressure valve. He's in the middle. He's not making any mistakes. He's doing hit ups, and they're big hit ups. But on top of that, and he's tackling everything that moves and doesn't miss. And, and on top playing. of that, the ball playing—it's
0: crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's wild. He's fantastic. And, you know, he's a man they need to mark, Queensland, because he's he'll be potentially the best player of the series. I'm going put to put my balls on the table right now. He's going to win it because I'm going to jump the gun here. But, you know, my prediction at the start of the year and the crystal ball predictions was that New South Wales would win the series 2-1, and I'm sticking to it, boys. But I'll ask you both after we finish this. But anyway, the bench, number 14 on debut, Stephen Crichton. We spoke about him earlier. Just want to readdress Ridiculous. it. Ridiculous is probably a better word to use. I agree. I don't know what that is. Clarkie, I don't remember what you said. Yeah, it makes no sense. Beautiful. That's not a good thing for the Nissan South Wales Blue Blues supporters, by the way. Number 15, Liam Martin. Absolutely. Deserves yep, to be on the bench. I'm
1: happy with him. I like him being on the bench. I would like his aggression off the bench.
0: Yeah, mate, like I said, if it wasn't him starting, it was going to be Angus Crichton. But they've picked Tarek Sims. It is what it is right now. Can't change it, boys. Number 16, hasn't played since 2018, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, He played one game in 2018. I think it was game one. Regan Campbell-Gillard from the Parramatta Eels. How do you feel about that one, Gildy?
1: Oh, mate, yeah, he deserves to be there. He's playing awesome. He and he, and he's play, he plays at a level, the same level every week. Doesn't doesn't make any mistakes. Runs from the back fence, mate. If he, and, and you know if they'd started him, I wouldn't have blinked an eye. Blinked an eye.
0: Clarkey, you had him as a, as your 18th man. Gildy and I had him coming off the bench, as you know, has come to fruition. But um, how do you feel about him making the bench? For yeah, the look
2: board? when when I picked when I picked my team, I had him first picked on the bench, and then I just I swapped him out for Jake Treborovic just because I love Jake. Um, but, yeah, Regan Campbell-Gillard deserves to be there. Easy. Yeah, I agree. Like, no question.
0: Question the next one. Yeah, well, mate, we'll talk about that, and I'll ask you first, Clarkie, now that you've um, said what you've said, uh, making his debut also from the Parramatta Eels, Ryan Madison, Clarkie. Yeah,
2: look, Ryan Madison's playing pretty good this year. Um, and he is a pretty good player, and that's probably why he'll be going to the Dolphins. But, um, or the Bulldogs, I, he's he's not in the best 17 players for New South Wales right now. Um, like with all the players we keep talking about, um, Angus Crichton is playing better than him. Um, who well, who's the other one that's missed out? Uh,
1: there's another Jay Trebojevic well, I reckon,
2: I reckon you'd, have, you'd have Jake in front of Ryan Madison just because Tyson he's not. Well, not probably not Tyson Frizzell, but Jake Trabovich has played 16 State of Origins and like 13 tests. Like you'd have him there purely for his experience. And I know he's not playing that well, but you know what you're going to get every week. And I just, yeah. Mate, I mean, he's, like he, he's
0: a massive omission. Um, one that I, I understand why they omitted Jake Tobuyevich. But you do make a good point, Clarkie. But I'm curious, Nick, he's a Parramatta Eagles boy. I want to hear your opinion on Ryan Madison being selected for his debut.
1: Mate, I, w- I wouldn't have picked him. I would have picked Angus Croydon. But, um, mate, with regards to why they've picked him, mate, he, he, this, is the, this is the problem I have. He's not even starting at para. Um, yeah, he, when he comes on, he plays well. Maybe that's the role they want him, want him to play. That, that sort of He's a middle now and he, he's got a big offload. And that, that's the only thing I can think of. He doesn't make mistakes in defence either. Mm.
0: Yeah, for mine, it's a weird one. Uh, like I said, Clarky, Jake Jabojevic, he's been there for years and he's the ultimate professional on and off the field. Although no. he is out of form.
2: I know we're taking the piss with the whole pick and stick. And I know Queensland haven't been successful the last couple of years, but there is no way Jake, Jake Trebojevic would have been dropped from the Queensland origin team in the history of their existence. Wow. He would, play until, he, would, he would play for Queensland until he retired.
1: Do you want to know something else, I reckon? What's that? If, if Turbo had played, I reckon they would have picked Jake.
2: Oh, like the combo, the yeah. combo, or? uh
1: I think I think that they'll just they just would be better together. They'll, they'll shine, not not so much combo. They've got some sort of chemistry. They just both play better when they're both on the field playing reps. I think.
2: Hmm. I don't think he's in the squad like we were talking about before. I don't think he's in the squad because I don't think he needs to be in the squad. Oh, sorry, no. I take that back. I fucked that up. Fox doesn't need to be in the squad. I think Jake needs to be in the squad for your players like Joseph Suwali and
1: Jacob Saifidi. Like, yeah, I agree. I agree with that. I'd, I'd have him in the reserves.
2: Like, you just need him there. Like, like, I would have him in the team for my for his experience. You'd have him in the squad just for his experience. Like, imagine Jacob Saifidi and Joseph Suwali. How good it would be just picking his brain. He's a he lives and
0: breathes footy. Mm. Boys, we all picked, um, and I think this is his rightful position at the moment. Nico Hines as the Blues' 18th man, natural footballer, oh, yeah. another utility. Um, oh, I didn't, I didn't have a utility, but uh, No, as the 18th man. Um. Yeah. Yeah. 18th
1: man, but I mean, uh, you you you'd have him in there over Stephen Crichton, surely?
0: Oh, now I would, but my initial my my side that I picked, um, you know, had him as 18th man. I don't know why Crichton's in the side. I don't. I wouldn't have him in my side. I'm not saying he's shit, but he's just not as good as players that haven't been picked. That's you pick your best players. I, don't, I just it's a little bit strange the way that they've got like Brad Fitler's gone down, and then just I want to get to the reserves now. I understand why they picked Joseph Sawali. He's a kid that will yep. be in the New South Wales Blues squad in the next year or two. Let's be fair, maybe two years. Yep. yep. Needs to be around these players and he's a superstar. And you know what? This is how you keep your best players in the NRL, in the rugby league in general. Um, and it's not as, as another if-
1: player they should have picked in the same in the same breath. Who? And and they should have picked Pennasini. Yeah. Just as a reserve, just as a reserve. He's not gonna play, he's just gonna be in and around the team. Yeah. I mean, when when, when I see Tyson Frazel there, I go, what's the point of that?
0: Mate. Yeah, that makes that makes no sense. You've got Tyson Frizzell. you've got Appy Corossao, and then for some reason, and I don't understand this one, Jacob Saifidi. I don't get it. I'm sorry, I don't, I don't get it. But I'm sure you both agree with me.
1: I I've got a, I got a theory. Okay, talk to me. Mate, they no. think it's,
0: they think it's Daniel. No.
1: <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> Mate, Daniel Saifidi has been playing badly. Not, not. He's yeah. well, you know injured what? now. He must so. be injured. He is he's injured, now. injured, but he he's been injured playing. Now. But he's been playing injured. He's been playing injured, though. I'm sure of it. Yeah, yeah, mate. Yeah. Um, look, their best player, the best prop at Newcastle right now is David Clemmer. and we all know he said something that, that pissed someone off, so he's yeah. never getting picked again, right? Yep, yep. But mate, I've just got a funny feeling. Um, Jacob's, sorry, uh, Jacob Safidi might be in the Stefano category. Where they're going he's going to go into Origin camp. He's going to watch what these guys do, and he's going to come back to Newcastle as a better player. And and I think that it, there might have been a little bit of a Danny Badiris factor there because Danny Badiris is right in Origin camp as well,
0: isn't he? Yeah, yeah. maybe. I just, I just, I don't know. He's he wasn't in. He's another player. He's he is definitely a player that no one suggested at all. I'm just saying. Not trying I to would shit have.
2: Had, I would have been happy to have Stefano back in it. Most played three games this year for the Tigers. He's been playing off the bench. He's not playing great.
1: Yeah. pick him instead. Then probably been playing better than Jacob Sifidi. Yeah, oh. uh, mate. The funny thing is, Jacob Sifidi's been starting some games anyway. Anyway, like I said, Clemens the best prop um, at, at Newcastle right now. Yeah, I probably wouldn't have picked Jacob Sifidi either. Well, I wouldn't have picked twice as Brazil that for certain.
0: Well, mate, if you're gonna pick. Players like, you know, they're, they're picking these Saifidi, the Jacob Saifidis and the Tyson Frizzells. Put Kolomatangi there, put Ola Kawatu there. Like, they're yeah, boys. 100%, 100%. They're boys
1: well, that you'd probably that want to blood. Right? A- a- Happy Coruscant I was off doing all sorts of things during the State of Origin thing last year. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hardly, hardly the player that, that you need there. I mean, look, he's there because he's the second best hooker. But if he's playing the reserve, like, well, seriously, what difference does it make if you're a reserve? Like, just say, for instance, Damien Cook goes down in game one. They're picking happy out whether he's on the bench or not. Sorry, yeah. is he on the reserves or not?
0: Reserves, yeah. So
1: yeah. why not use the reserves as these young players like Nico Hines, no dramas. Um, Joseph Sawali, no dramas. Jacob Safini, look, he's not who I would have picked, but, you know, he's a young up-and-coming player. Tyson Frizzell, no, makes no sense. Apikoros makes no sense.
0: Well, mate, for mine, can missed out. He's, you know, they didn't he can stick with him. He debuted in game three last year. Uh, sorry, he started in game three last year as a late replacement, and they just went, there yeah, nah. Sorry, champ. You
1: can't pick him, though.
0: You can't pick him, though. Who, who, yeah, that's, like, that, that, that,
1: who are you going to pick him or Jake? You yeah. know what I
0: mean? Like, they're let's, they're let's, just, let's just drop them both. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, boys, predictions. We've, we've, this Obviously, this changes over... You know, it's a six-week period, Origin. On the 8th of June, Wednesday, the 8th of June, the Blues are at home at a core stadium in Homebush against the Queensland Maroons. What's our predictions for game one, firstly, Clarkie?
2: 18-6 in South
0: Wales. Man of the match? Teddy. Teddy, okay.
1: guilty, Mate, I, I can't believe I'm saying this. I'm, I'm going to say 12-10, Queensland. Ben Hunt, man the match. Reason being is that last year, New South Wales depended on those two centres to win the game for them. And they did. And as soon as they weren't there, they lost.
0: And Big one, yeah. Big
1: one. Yeah. Look, mate, I think the, the, the Queensland side looks good.
0: Mate, I think a lot of people uh, have underestimated them. I think... If they do now, if they still do, then they've got rocks in their heads because they're an inform side at club level. Yeah, so so they're no one's go, underestimating them. Mate, if people people are, I know people are, and they're silly. They're very silly. So mate, look, it's gonna be close. It's in New South Wales. It's a leg up for them. I'm gonna pick New South Wales. Uh, exact score. New South Wales, usually a groggier sort of ground at Homebush. I'll say 16 to 12 with Isaiah Yo as the man of the match. The series, I'm sticking to it. Like I said, it's going to be 2-1 New South Wales.
1: I, I reckon that whoever wins the first game will win the series. There you go.
0: Okay. Clarkie?
2: I agree. So you're saying Queensland win the series, Hill?
1: Mate, I don't want them to, but yeah. I just look at. I'm looking through the, the the side, and I just, I just, I mean, look, I mean, just, mate. There's a lot of things I don't understand in the New South Wales side. I mean, they talk about we need height, and they've got Brian Ty, who's not really in form. Um, they picked Jack White in the centres, mate. He he he's played in the centres for State of Origin before. It hasn't played well. When they picked him at five eight in game game three, he played all right, but they lost the game. They didn't win the game. Um, then you look at honestly I'm um, Tarek Sims I mean he has to aim up and then Stephen Crodden on the bench I reckon it's a wasted a wasted spot and Ryan Madison is a gamble that's my opinion
0: very good summary I reckon we'll have a bit of that we will boys at State of Origin Wednesday the 8th of June at a core cool stadium let's try and go to the game together eh but let's move it on <laughs> All right, boys, let's move on to the NRL. Sideline Stories round 12 recap, Indigenous round. Clarkie, you topped the tipping charts this week, mate. You got seven. Who'd you get wrong? Uh, the Sharks Roosters. You went for the upset. Just like me, I went for three upsets and stuffed up. Gildy, you got six. Who did you get wrong? I can't remember. Um, I don't know. I'll tell you. One second. Okay. While, you're looking, while you're looking. While you're looking. I got five. I uh, picked the Bulldogs. I picked the Sharks. And I picked the Tigers. Because of Clarky's stupid theory, which is not correct.
2: Uh, see, no, see, I wasn't on. <sighs> I wasn't on. It only works for one game. Oh, boo. Yeah, it only works for one game. The first
0: game of the year they play or the second? Or... You, you, you don't know. <laughs> Okay. Gildy, do you know who you got wrong?
1: Yeah, I got,
0: I picked the Warriors. Oh, yeah. The, the Warriors?
1: Draft. Did they play? Yeah. The Dragon. They played uh, the Knights.
0: The Knights, sorry. Yeah. What a,
1: I, that was a horrible game. Oh, yeah. anyway. there's a few horrible Anyway, anyway we'll get, we get to it later. And um, I also got the Tigers wrong as well. I just thought, the haven't been playing good. And let's face it, they piled on some points at the end there.
0: Mm-hmm. So it was just close. Was, just about. Yeah, it was a bit
1: closer than 1844, but anyway.
0: Yeah. <laughs> anyway, boys, look, the first three months of the competition have come to an end, uh, meaning the first period of the NRL has concluded. So, obviously, the first period is, you know, let's get to know each other. And then it's, okay, let's get into a bit of form before origin. And now the next period is the next six or seven weeks of origin, the big cuck of origin, by the way. So, um, yeah. <laughs> It's the it's the run to finals period after origin. So that's round 19 onwards. So between round 13 and 18, it's the origin cuck, like I said. But anyway. I like it. You like it? Yeah. Mate, it's a thing. I'm telling you it's a thing. That's why I was staunch about changing it, but it's never gonna change. It's 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 changing back to what it was originally from 2023 onwards, which is Wednesday Origins. But anyway. Let's move on. NRL game one. The Melbourne Storm defeat the Manly Eagles 28-8. to eight. Boys, very uneventful clash at Amy Park. The Harry Grantless Storm return to their winning ways to deal Manly their third loss in a row. Guilty, going to open up with a Mate. question. Are Manly yeah. done yeah. for 2022? Yeah. that will be, be some teams, but no good ones. Yeah, well... Let's just let's quickly get into our little stat of the week, which I love. The Manly flat track bully season. We can't even say this anymore because they're not going to bully anyone. They're, they're, well, they could because they haven't been versed in bottom eight teams. Five nil for teams outside the eight, and zero from seven for teams within the eight. Sorry, Manly fans, this will probably get worse without Turbo. Just saying.
1: Not good, mate. They've got to move. Uh, they've got to move that cooler to pull back and give him a go. You have to give it a go. So I've got nothing against uh, Reuben Garrick, but he's not an excitement machine like this bloke's meant to be. Uh, mm. Regarding this game, um, Jerome Hughes
0: plays. Cameron Munster plays 10 out of 10. That's how it works, apparently. Mate, do you, do you agree with that? I was going to ask. Do you agree with that? Because, look, in the last hey, Cameron, two weeks with the adding, Munster
1: is unstoppable. But Jerome Hughes didn't play last two weeks. When Jerome Hughes plays, I just must take pressure off him. That's that's the only thing I can think of.
0: Mate, the last two weeks without Hughes, the Storm lost. And I know they were against decent sides in in, um, the Panthers and the Cowboys, who are playing very well, by the way. However, I think it's a bit of a far reach for them to say that Munster's shit without Hughes, because Munster's a fantastic player.
1: I don't think Munster's shit without Hughes. I just think that... Munster He's plays with when Hughes is there Yeah, yeah fair enough uh,
0: yeah,
1: when, look. When, when Hughes plays Munster's the best player in the
0: call There you go Yeah, fair enough It's a very um, big plug for Hughes to be fair But look boys look. Like I said at the start This was, this was a boring game in my opinion uh, I think the Storm just rattled Manly's cage They were in control And like I said No Harry Grant, no problems they, they still got superstars everywhere Yeah, so I've got nothing more to add, really. I just want to ask a question, Gildy. Josh Schuster,
2: can you see him playing 5'8"? I can see him playing prop. (laughs) (laughs) He's massive. He's gigantic. He doesn't, like, obviously looks aren't everything. First of all, he he doesn't even look close to being a 5'8". He just, I just think he... I don't know. I just think I'd much prefer him as a, a Wade Graham type edge ball player or even a middle, like a
1: <clears throat> like a lock ball I'll, playing. I'll, I'll tell you something. I saw him at the Easter show in person, and he is a big human being. Hmm. And I mean big everywhere, stomach included. Okay. Mate, seriously, <laughs> he needs to get on a diet. And, and you know what? He has got... he's got so much talent. I mean, he might have to put away the no-look pass every now and then because, you know, every now and then it's okay to look who you're passing to. But he's a superstar, (laughs) but he needs to lose weight.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: Luis, so do you reckon he's a 5'8", if he can lose some weight?
1: Mate, he'd be the biggest 5'8", but he'd be so dominating because you could have another big player out there. So you'd have this 5'8", the second row size, and another second rower.
0: Yeah, true. That rhymed, Clarky. That rhymed what you said. He'll be a 5'8 if he loses weight. Thanks, Tupac. Uh, boys, let's move it on. Guilty, the Akasha MVP 321s for the Melbourne Storm versus Manly Sea Eagles match. Um, We've got Cameron
1: Munster, three, serious masterclass.
0: Chewy Kamika, Kamika. Is that mm-hmm. it? Kamika, Mika. Uh,
1: he gets two. Um, mate, he's a bit underrated, isn't he? He goes hard.
0: Yeah, since he's I returned from his little DV. Yeah,
2: I was going to say, <laughs> he had nine weeks off.
1: Yeah, mate, well, he's a bit of scary. He's a scary hombre. I, I like those sort of players. Yeah, ask his victims um, And uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's fucking scary. Uh, and Nick Meany won. I thought he was great at fullback. I mean, he, he he's the kind of player, I guess, that um, Nick Hines last year, they don't have that player anymore. And that's Nick Meany. Oh, sorry, I was laughing at
0: my own joke. <laughs> No. i'm gonna move it on okay <laughs> game two boys the pennant panthers defeat the north queensland cowboys 22 0 with a weight of early possession partnered with ultimate control the panthers grab their third win in a row to keep the cowboys to nil subsequently breaking their six-game win streak clarky the current premier's I guess humble the overachieving cowboys. They had six in a row, they'll score in thirty points a game for five of those games in a row. Um, and then they're held scoreless. So did they get yeah. humble? Like- I think the, obviously the the
2: the duck egg doesn't help the, the cowboys, the tractors saying that they're they're not as good as what everyone's been carrying on about. But yeah. It was I think it was another game of Panthers that where they just go out there and just just do enough. They're not. They're not going out there killing teams, and but I thought this was probably James Fish Harris's best game of the year. I just he was. I thought he was he was un, he was unstoppable. Two hundred and twenty. Two hundred and twenty meters, eighty-three post contact. Um, I thought Azayo, just another Azayo game where he just. He, sh- he proves that he's one of the best players in the world at the moment. And um, Dylan Edwards as well, 240 run meters. That's probably why if Teddy does go down, he'll, he'll, he'd be the first up like Gilly was saying before, but um, yeah, I thought, I thought it was a pretty, a pretty classy performance from the Panthers. But if I was a Cowboy supporter, I
0: wouldn't be too, too disappointed. I don't think. No, mate. They, the Panthers had, a, like I said, a lot of the ball at the start and, it came off the back of errors from the Cowboys, unfortunately, but they had to defend their line a lot of the time against the premier team in the in the world, being the Panthers. And they withheld a lot of that online defense as well as, you know, like uh, the pressure that Penrith can uh, put on teams. So to keep them at 22-0, uh, look, it's not a great sign that they couldn't score against them. However in the second half, it took, it was only one try to Panthers and it took them, I think 30 minutes off memory to score that try. So, but yeah, the Panthers, unfortunately for every other team in the, in the competition, they just chip away at you and they just don't lose any, any footing. They're just so fit and they can score from anywhere. They're so dangerous. They're a fantastic club. And hence why a lot of their players, I think seven off memory, uh, six of them being in the starting side are in the New South Wales Origin team. So, yeah, guilty, guilty. Be-
1: mate,
2: that, give us in your text message. Tell us how you describe Billy Kickow.
1: Mate, I thought he was uh, look. I think uh, Kickow played as mo- dominant as any second row I've ever seen play in this game. He actually absolutely bashed everyone. Um, I described him as talus like and Sonny Bill Williams in the same breath. Mate, he was awesome, and I, I'd go as far as to say this year he's probably the best second row in the comp.
0: Mate, that, I thought he was that, awesome. That game, he he just targeted Jeremiah Nanai and scored him, in my opinion, as well as some yeah. other players. I thought he smacked. I, th- Jer- I, th- I thought th- he was over Jeremiah Nanai.
1: Yeah, he had it over Jeremiah Nanai, easy, but I thought Nanai aimed up still. You don't realize how big Nanai is until they're standing together. Nanai's is big too. Hmm. Um, I just saw kick out. That was that's the best game I've ever seen him play. I thought he. Was- I thought he was great. And I love it when players, monster players like that, just he, he was just doing whatever he wanted. And you know, the thing about, I don't know if you guys noticed, but mate, he was taking some shit hit ups as well. And he doesn't normally do that. He normally stays out wide, but he's taking pressure off some of the other players. Mate, I thought that um, a big factor that we haven't spoken about yet. I mean, 22 nil, yeah, no points score, but no, no, Jason Tamalolo. He's or Carl, a massive or Carl
0: I know yeah, but, a but the impact. hammer's
1: playing the hammer's playing on the other side. He just made origin. So I don't think the Kyle felt loss is as big as Tamilolo. Yeah,
0: I agree.
1: Um, look, you're right. James Fisher Harris, massive game, millions of meters. I, 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 I bagged you last year, uh, Dan, when you talked about Moses Leoto. sorry, Moses Leota mate. this year. He takes that first shit hit up every time. Fisher-Harris runs off the back of that, and that's just the game plan. That's fine. Mate, I'd be pissed if I was Moses Leota and um, and Safini was in the Origin team. I think he could have been one of those reserves as well. Um, I, I, I love Leota. I think he's a gun. I still think he's a gun. Yeah. Mate, I think he played great in this game as well. And, and I get bagged for um, giving Nathan Cleary shit. Mate, I thought like Nathan Cleary had a great game this game. He ran the ball a lot more. Um He made one or two errors with his kicks, but so what, mate? I thought he was—I thought him and uh, him and um, the five-eight both played well together. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Kick out three, Fisher Harris two, Cleary one.
0: Yeah. Boys, game three. The Brisbane Broncos defeat the Gold Coast Titans thirty-five to twenty-four in the ultimate game of two halves. Say, I've said it a few times, but this was this was one of them. This was probably the one. The Broncos win their sixth game in a row after trailing twenty-four to four at halftime to then score 31 unanswered points in the second half. Guilty, take us through yeah, this roller coaster of a match.
1: Um, yeah, look, I, I just thought uh, the um, the Titans fought, like how good was Cena? You know, how many hit-ups did he make in the first half?
0: 18 hit-ups for 203 metres.
1: Mate, mate he, he would have run for 400 if they got any ball in the second half.
0: Mate, it was the captain's knock. That's what he had. It was insane. But yeah. in my opinion, it wasn't the Broncos beating the Titans. It was the Titans beating the Titans. That was a gigantic momentum swing in the 50th minute when, you know, they make a silly mistake, Broncos score. They go for the short 10, Broncos score. And, they, and then they're like, oh, we'll just score another one after that. And bang, bang, bang. It's like, man, you just fucked this one up, didn't you? It's like, they had 11 players on the field at one point. In the first half. And David Fafita scores that. No, no. The, the Titans had 11 on the field at one yeah. point. And David Fafita scores that try. Whilst they had 11 plays on the field from dummy half and barrels over like 15 of them. Like, You know what I mean? Like, it was a fantastic try. He loves a dummy half run, David Fafita. But, yeah. They just buckled Mate, that second also, half. Big you time. Know
1: as, soon as, Toby, as soon as Toby Sexton got injured, that was the end of him.
0: Yeah, that was mate. You know what? It all happened in one go. They, um, uh, it was the 33rd minute, I think. So they're up 18 0. They cop a double sin bin. Then Toby Sexton does his bloody shoulder in between the sin bins and he's out. And I'm like, mate, you know, they're going to cop some fatigue here with having 11 on the field. And then the Broncos just went, oh, we'll just score 31 points in the second half. And look, to be fair to the Broncos, that Jordan Ricky Sinbin in the eighth minute for his um apparent late hit on Toby Sexton. Yeah. That was rubbish. That, that was, that was unfortunately not a sin bin, <laughs> and another fuck up from the, from the bunker. I think. Yeah. That was rubbish.
2: You said Dan, that it's the tale of two halves. You've said it a lot this year. I think you've said it probably six or seven times. I think five of them have involved the Titans.
0: Yeah. Maybe it's just the Titans. I mean, it's
2: danger. It's danger signs. Like you, that's pretty poor. Twenty four four to lose that. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on up there. Mate, hey,
0: they've
1: st- got some good. They've got some good things happening. Like Jaden, Jaden Campbell. How good's he going?
0: Yeah, he's a good player. Good player for the future. One player that I brought up during the game, boys, was Tony Staggs. Mate, he was a bit of a turnstile on this one. I didn't like that, particularly being a Blues supporter. I hope he doesn't do that for the Blues because it's not good being a turnstile. We made eight
2: tackles and he missed six. Mm.
1: Who was he up against? Uh, it's our Masters? Yeah. Or Brian, was, Kelly. One? Was Brian Kelly? Which <laughs> It was Brian Kelly.
0: It was Brian Kelly because they kept Kelly. talking about the battle. Yeah, it was Brian Kelly. Kelly, Kelly smacked him. Yeah. Kelly, Kelly smacked him. So, I'm a little bit worried, mate. you will he, be up against, who will he be up against? He'll be up against Holmes or... no? Nah, he'll be, he'll be up
1: against, uh, he'll be up against Valentine Holmes. Yep.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm. Mate, Ah, uh, they played against each other not long ago, and 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 um, Stags got over the top of him. So we'll see.
0: Boys, well, the last thing I want to bring up, a uh, big one in the news over the you know uh, over a few days, and they just stopped talking about it, which is weird. Uh, Payne Haas. Now, for those that didn't, that for those that watched the game and are living under a rock, he was getting booed by his home crowd at Suncorp Stadium every time he ran the ball, every time he touched the ball. Rightfully so, so. What is it? Rightfully so, so. We should. Yeah. Well, 100% for the, Rocky. again, for those that are living under a rock, and you two agree already, but I'll let the listeners know. So, Payne Haas, manager, apparently asked the Broncos for an early release from the club, as they would not upgrade his contract. As you know, they've applied. So he's currently on, I think, seven or eight hundred thousand. No, Isn't no, he? no, he's not. No, he's not. No. What's
1: he on? He's on, um, I think it's 8.50 this year and it goes to 9.50 next year. I, I heard an interview with Gordon Tallis. Um, it's 8.50 this year and it's 9.50 next year or something along those lines, close to.
2: Yeah.
1: What he wants is, this is crazy, right? These are all the demands they've made, right? He wants $1 million next year. He wants one point two the year after. Yeah. And on top of that, if the team doesn't make the, the final six – he's got a get-out clause in the first year. If it doesn't make the final four in the second year, he's got a get-out clause. Wow. And in the third year, he's got a get-out clause unless they make the grand final. What? That's what their manager's asked for, yep.
0: He's asked for that That's and he what, thought the, they were no, going to give it. Demanded, yeah. Mate, you're asking, they, of, you're asking
1: to go. Like, then they say things like, He's only asking for his value. Well, he signed a contract, as far as I'm concerned. Mate, I hope the Broncos stick stick it to him and say, no, nah, we're not letting you go. At the moment, we, they are. And, and if, he, if he wants to sit, he can do a Gordon Dallas and do what he did with the Dragons. He can sit.
0: Clarky, I who's, want to hear your opinion. Who's
2: who's going to pay him $1.2 million? The
0: Roosters. <laughs> <laughs> no. They'll pay him no. five and $700 the cat.
2: No. <laughs> There's not one. There's not one club I reckon that would pay a prop 1.2 million dollars.
1: Listen, he's not. He's not trying to get 1.2. He's trying to get out of his contract, mate. He just wants. I don't think it's about. I honestly don't think it's about the money. To be honest, I have got a funny feeling. There's a. There's a. Mate, I don't know what he's marketed like in in, in Brisbane. You know, like those play. Every one of them was on a billboard. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's right. I don't know how he's going there. He he said something about not him personally, but it's come out in the media that he believes he's been disrespected by the Broncos about a few things that have happened. Mate, as far as I'm I'm aware, he's the one that, he's the one that carried on with police. Not long ago. Yeah. And they've stood by him, you know, like, look, he is, he is, he is the best prop in the game. Him and Papali, probably the best props in the game, but mate, you're right. Clarky. no props deserves a million dollars. And he, He's whinging, and he's getting the money he's getting, which is a shitload more than every other player on that team.
2: It's, I think it's probably overs now.
0: Yeah, eight fifty. I thought he was on five something. Like I, th- to...
2: I think the Broncos can be smart about this and and let him go. Like eight fifty. I don't think he's worth eight fifty.
1: Hey, you know what the problem is? Is they've just started winning. They look good, mm. and then he's done this. Mm. You know, this is what. Uh, what's that? What was that Canberra player that went to uh, went back to England? Remember they were getting close to the finals, and he decided to make it a contract issue.
0: And Johnny um, Bateman,
1: John Bateman. That's a, it's the same sort of thing. They're going good, and then he says, "Okay, oh, I want to leave now. I want to, I want to release." That's shit. That's shit. And you know yeah. what? You can't blame the manager because the manager's got to go to him and say, "You're happy if we do this." Mm.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll see how he ends up, boys. It's an ongoing saga as we speak, so see what happens. I think he will get that release somehow, some way, unless he does a Gordon Talis, like you said, or suggested, guilty. But to end this match, the Broncos-Titans 3-2-1s, the Akasha MVP 3-2-1s, guilty.:
1: Just before we give the 3-2-1s, one thing we didn't mention is the Broncos did win uh, without Reynolds, ah, so that's another factor. Yes, they did. Uh, look, like I said, Tino would have ran for four hundred or some if he if he if they got any ball in the second half. I don't know how much ball they got, but a percentage would have been like about twenty five percent.
0: Nearly got 300 uh,
1: three. Yeah, Tino three. Uh, Farnsworth had a great game on the on the left edge too, and Tyson Gamble. I got, mate, he's playing great
0: right now. <laughs> I hate his, I hate, his, oh, what, I hate how he plays. Got, I don't like. He's it. got
2: the, he's got the worst head in the NRL. Yeah, oh. he's
1: got the worst head you know would, what? I think he makes himself a little bit because he flicks his hair around whenever he's on camera.
0: I, he would G up just that head and the way he like he just gets in your face. And just, oh, it's just aggravating. He's such a p- polarizing player. But anyway. do I
1: like him. I, you know what? They interviewed him and, uh, mate, he gave everything. He, he, he just gave Adam Reynolds a massive rap about how he's showing them how to win. But, mate, he said all the right things. I like him.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Boys, game four. The Newcastle Knights defeat the New Zealand Warriors 24-16. to Guilty, you already wrote this game off. I agree with you. But, mate, the Warriors extend their losing streak to four uh, in a row after the new halves pairing of Clifford and Milford do the job for the Knights. Guilty. give us a quick take for this one. Not much to talk mate, about here. Shocking game. Just uh, horrible,
1: full of errors, boring... So boring that you know, it was hard to <laughs> pick a best player. To be honest, because no one really played great on either side.
0: Lucky boring, just so oh, so there. boring. Oh, I love it.
1: Uh, Look, I
0: agree with you, guilty. It, it was a it was a shocker of a game, mate. The Warriors started okay, and then let the Knights come back in like they usually do with every team, and then they kind of they kind of give their fans hope, just like you know certain teams. I don't know the Bulldogs do, and then they. Can't ice it. And That's the best summary we can give. Shit game. We all called it before the game even started. We thought it was going to be a good shit game. It was a shit, shit game. But anyway, mate, the only thing I can say here, there's two things. Um, the Warriors have lost Aiden Fenua Blake. On the NRL physio, they said his injury is a Liz Frank foot injury, which is the equivalent of, or it's described as the ACL of the foot. So he's going to be out for an extended period. What is it? But he, normally they're out for the year and that. Yeah, mate. I think he's, I think he's done. That's what they think. They haven't confirmed it yet. Um, that's a big, that's a big loss
1: when You don't have Lodge either.
0: Yeah, mate. Oh, Lodge is another one. Like, what's he doing now? Playing union for a Queensland club, isn't he? Some parkside. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Mate, uh, I don't know what's going on
1: there. Yeah. Mate, the, um, the only two
0: interesting
1: things that happened in this game was Adam Pompey. Played all over Dane Gagai. He he must have made about three or four line breaks on Gagai. And uh, Anthony Milford decided to become a hitman all of a sudden and was putting on a few shots.
0: Well, mate, that's good news for the Blues, obviously, if you're a Blues supporter, because I just talk shit about Stags being a turnstile. But you're right, Pompey got it over Gagai in this game. So good good news. But Bradman Best for the Knights, uh, when he stuffed up his elbow last week, he's out for four to six weeks. Because it's been dislocated, and you and Aitken is the next Dolphin signing, Clarkie. I want to know your opinion.
2: Hey, you and Aitken, he's pretty good. He's um, he's there and abouts. He can play. A couple, he can play back row. He can play in the centers.
0: Oh, pretty good, eh?
2: It's pretty good.
1: It's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> that's three starting caliber back rowers they got, and they're after Madison as well. So yeah, they'd
2: have to be playing him in the centers. Oh, well, you think so? Mm.
0: Anyway, we'll move it on. Um, Guilty to the Akasha MVP 3 2
1: I was just going to say, other than Bradman Best, I think that's the best. That's the best. Uh, that, that was the best team that the Knights can put on the field. And then uh, uh, that uh, Safidi has gone down as well now. He's out as well, isn't
0: he? Yeah, Daniel yeah, Safidi.
1: Daniel, he's done his knee. Yeah. Uh, look. Uh, I've said it before. David Clemmer was probably the – he's their best prop. I mean, he keeps, he keeps working hard. I don't know why they don't like him. But uh, David Clemmer three. Adam Pompey, two.
0: And Milford, one. Go, Anthony. Good on you, Anthony. I love it. Mate, game five. The South Sydney Rabbitohs defeat the West Tigers 44-18. Clarkey, a second-half blitz by the Rabbitohs saw the Tigers concede 32 unanswered points in that period. Which saw their inspirational skipper Cameron Murray return to the field alongside club favourite Mark Nichols. Your take, your club. Let's go.
2: Yeah, mate. I was um, obviously wrapped with Alex Johnson not only getting a hat trick, overtaking Nathan Merritt as the all-time leading try scorer for the Rabbitohs. It's obviously massive in massive for him. It for just the it'll club? be. Yeah, hopefully he can go on. Like, it'll be, the, the, these are the kinds of records that you just think will never be broken. Like the, the next one, the next one that he's going for now, like the Ken all time leading tries. They worked, draw they worked
1: score. it out. If he plays the next five years, which is, I think he's only 28 or 27, right? Yeah, it's doable. Mate, he's only got to, he's only got to score 14 tries in each, in each year. And he'll probably yeah. do more than that in a few years. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. No, it's, it's definitely doable. So it'll be, because, yeah, like I said, they're, they're those games that you think will. Never be broken. Um, yeah. I don't think the Cody Nicarima experiment worked at the back there. Um, he, yeah. He had a bit Not of a lot of a game. No. <laughs> um, yeah. Campbell game. Campbell Graham. Campbell game. <laughs> Campbell game. Campbell Graham. He had another fantastic game. Again, we spoke about him during the origin wrap-up. I don't, I don't know what else he has to do. Three tries the try. One hundred and sixty nine meters.
1: Yeah, not yeah, make errors.
2: No, nah, it's baffling. But um, Cody, Cody played well. Yeah, he did. Good, good, solid return from Mark Nichols. Um, good to see Cameron Murray back. I think Cameron Murray obviously makes everyone in the team better. He clearly makes Keon Kilimantangi better because he was um he was having a. A couple of low games there, and he he he's kind of stepped it back up to almost where he was. And um, Hame Sale and Saliva Havili, the two the two Polynesian nuggets coming off the bench, they're just been they they were huge for us. The impact they, they brought off the bench was enormous.
1: Mate, they play, they just so when Bird just went off, it just didn't stop. you know what I mean? Like you us so many props.
0: Gil, I think you're covering your mic again. Sorry, mate. You there? <laughs> yeah.
1: I was just going to yeah. say that, um, mate, you're 100% right. I thought Salah was great. And he just, um, when Bird just comes off, it just, it just, it's relentless with Rabbitohs. They've just got so many props. The, the next two blokes just come up and keep moving the ball forward. You know what I mean? Well, we,
2: Saliba Havili at Canberra, it, like he was, he was good. He would like provide a bit of cover at hookah coming off the bench, playing in the middle. But I mean, he's just, he's playing, they're bringing him on as an out and out prop. And he's just, yeah, he's playing. He's been playing well every week. Punching out big numbers, huge impact.
1: A little bit of footwork. Mate, hey, Selly is the is the one that I, I just thought I thought he was great. I thought when he came on, he I think he was only on for thirty-five minutes or thirty minutes, and he, he ran for one hundred and fifty meters or something. And every time yeah. he runs the ball, he, he, he yeah, exactly like the other fella. They just they just bending the line back. And Mark Nichols, he hasn't lost a step, really. I thought he played just as well as he had when he played in the grand final last year.
0: Yeah. Clarky, were you ever in doubt? Like, obviously, I tipped the Tigers. Uh, Dane Laurie came back. Um, so I was like, oh, this is good. And Hastings was still in the side. They were worried about him being injured. But, mate, it was 18-12 at half time. And I thought, mate, Tigers are getting some decent tries here on your side. Yeah. Um, but yeah, were you ever in doubt at halftime, or did you think, you know, they were going to come out and score 32 unanswered points? No, 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 Like massive doubt. Mate, we've been playing
2: terrible. Like, we've already lost to the Tigers. No, I wasn't. I was. Yeah, no, at halftime, I definitely wasn't confident. But yeah, come out, it was. Yeah, it was
0: definitely an unexpected, like, shellacking, really. Mm. Oh, well, very good. Very good. Mm. Clarky, back in the winner's circle, I guess. Um, tigers fans you're anchored to the bottom with the dogs so you you are one win ahead but you're at the bottom with us <laughs> stick to the bottom stick to what you know be with us anyway guilty unless we um we have anything anything else to add the akasha mvp three two ones other
1: than the other than the fact that like uh i know clarky said that you know when it was 18 12 at half time, man, that. The, the Tigers tries like that. There was an intercept try. Do you know what I mean? So
0: the Rabbit's got it's one too.
1: <laughs> What's that?
0: The Rabbitohs has got an intercept try in similar fashion, by the way. Was it was that at the start of the game though? No, nah, it wasn't at the start. It was at the end. Nah. Right at the end. You, you know what I mean? Like it, to keep it in in touch. They, they,
1: yeah. Look, the better team won. And uh three two ones, Cameron Murray three. He had a he had probably I think his best game of the season, that was my opinion. Uh, Campbell Graham too. They've moved him over to the left. We've spoken this about off air. Mate, I agree with Clark. I don't know what else he's meant to do. He's, he, he's, he's, he's better than Crichton. Anyway, and uh, <laughs> I've already gone on about him. i Selly mate, uh, he was brewing off the bench. And in saying that, it was hard to pick a one because you had all those players like, uh, like Burgess. He ran for one eight. He, he had a massive game as well. He ran for a ridiculous amount of metres. What, what are they going to do when Totola comes back?
0: Yeah. He was out, wasn't he? Yeah. Mate, boys, I just want to say one more thing before we move on. Uh, the rugby league guru is uh, an Instagram, like he's, he's obviously well-known on Instagram. He also has his own podcast, which is popular. Uh, something he said, uh, which aggravated me and offends me as a rugby league supporter Um, for, you know, an NRL supporter, you know, that, loves club football being separate from rep football. Obviously I bark about how origin affects NRL, which I don't think is fair, but anyway, this is what he said. And I didn't like it. He goes, Cameron Murray is returning for the Rabbitohs in round 12, one week before New South Wales and Queensland go to origin camp and don't play NRL football for round 13. Cameron Murray, as you all know, have been injured. He's been injured for a couple of weeks. And he goes, why are the Rabbitohs playing Cameron Murray when they know he's going to be picked for the Blues? Mate, he's a Rabbitohs player. He's a South Sydney Rabbitohs contracted player. player. What is
1: it? I don't even understand what he's asking. Why would they mate, pick him? Because they want to win. Souths want to win. That's why they mate, pick him.
0: He's, what he's suggesting, he's, saying, he's suggesting South Sydney, do not pick Cameron Murray because he might get injured before origin. Yeah. Mate, South Sydney don't care. Like, they, they obviously want him to play football, but yeah. he has to play for mate, his club. Um, he's a, he's a yeah, he, Dan, I agree with you. Hey, Guru, get your head out of your ass, mate. Seriously. <laughs> mate, I, I, didn't, I didn't like it. I didn't like it one bit. I didn't like the suggestion. I don't like the question. I think it's very offensive to club football, NRL football, mate. It's the priority at the end of the day. I know Origin's a thing, and it is a juggernaut of a – it's the biggest – Game in Australia. It's the biggest thing in Australia right now, event-wise. And I don't know. It still just rubbed me the wrong way when he suggested this question that the Rabbitohs shouldn't be playing Cameron Murray. Pissed me off. I just had a bugbear about it. Clarky I don't know what you think. What do you think before I move on? I agree with you, Dan. Thank you. Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> and thank you, Nick, for contributing. Let's go, boys. We'll move it on. Boys, game six. The Sydney Roosters defeat the Cronulla Sharks 36 to 16. Pretty sure we all got this tip wrong. But anyway, mate. Uh, I think there is. Oh, did you? Uh, Boo. (laughs) Uh, Mate, um, I guess the Sharks had a period there where they looked like they were going to come back. But the better team won. That's the best way I can summarize it. And... Look, I always thought that Cronulla had a great record against the Roosters. Apparently, that lately that's incorrect. So, you know, don't follow my tips, guys. I'm not going too well this year, even though I was the champion last year. But um, yeah, guilty. What do you think of this one,
1: um, mate? I just thought the uh, first of all, I watched this this morning um, after having read every article about how great um, James Tedesco is, uh, mate. He got burned a couple of times by Mulatano and he dropped the bomb. So, whoever's writing those articles about James Tedesco having a masterclass, mate, I don't know what games you're watching because it's not the same games I'm watching. He played well, but he wasn't. It, it, you he know, was just and, James Tedesco.
0: And you know what? For you to say that Mulatalo had a had a great game is uh, is is big for you because hey, you're not the Mul- biggest fan Mulatano, of him.
1: Yeah, I don't like him, but he 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 absolutely showed him up twice, James Tedesco. So,
0: yeah played very well mate look it it was 24 nil and they were just controlling they'll systematically like you know chipping away and then the sharks just got this period this 20 minute period like i don't know the bulldogs do where they give you the hope and they got to 24 16 i'm like oh shit we're on here and then the roosters went oh no can't have that and then scored two quick tries and ended the game yeah there's not much in this one boys the roosters the Roosters performed. I guess their their big players performed at the right time, just before Origin selection, and that saw uh, Daniel Tupo get a spot. And I know Sawali got knocked out very early in the game, but he also got a little, you know, bench spot for the Blues. So, yeah,
1: mate. I got a question for you. I thought Will Kennedy was horrible. Um, oh, mate, he
0: he was, and he, that was his first game back from suspension.
1: And I just think that that young boat they had play last week. I mean, they've got to ask themselves some questions about who's, well, if they want to make the finals, who are they going to use?
0: Well, mate, I saw the Wests versus Newtown game. And obviously, that's Sharks feeder, feeder side. And that's Lachlan Miller, you're referencing, by the yep. way, who debuted last yep. week. 27 years old, debuts last week, ex Rugby Sevens Australian player. Mate, he has the footwork, he has the pass, he's got the speed. And, yeah, I don't know why they didn't pick him for this game because he was fantastic last week. He got out three points last week for that match. Yeah. So I'm with you. And he, and he performed – like I said, I just referenced that he played reserve grade against Wests at Lidcombe Oval, and he killed it. It was very good, despite the fact they drew 21 all. Uh, he was fantastic, and he stood out. So I don't know. Don't know what, no, I don't know what – He's played, been shotgun? playing
2: well until he got suspended
0: – Mate, he, he he was, yeah. I, I get it, and I get why they put him back there. Who's but he, better though? he had a shocker. Who's better?
1: Who's better though? That's what
0: I've got to I. I the best player. I get why they put him there. I get why I they put know. him Will, there, but Will Kennedy is better, to be honest. Oh mate, after that game, he might get dropped because he did have a shocker.
1: Mate, yeah. Another big, big big thing for for a young fella from Goulburn, um, Tom Hazleton's the play. Did you did you watch? This seven footer go around.
0: Yeah, he replaced Wade Graham, didn't he?
1: Uh, mate, he came. He, you know, well, uh, he did. Uh, he came off the bench though, because T. Wilton went back into the starting side as he should as he should be. Yeah. Uh, this bloke came on with uh, Fafito. They came on about the same time, and and they really gave it to the Roosters forwards. To yeah. be honest, uh, he went. He went real good. He's one to watch.
0: Do you reckon he'll um he'll retain his spot if Wade Graham's fit? Because uh, they're giving Wade Graham a lot of um. A lot of love, despite the fact that I don't think he's really playing that great. But
1: yeah. Mate, he'll lose his spot to Wade Graham. But I'm just saying um, this guy's a guy to watch in the future. He's only 23. He's a prop. And, mate, he looked when, when, he, when he was out there against the Roosters pack. Mm. And there's some big boys in the Roosters pack. He, he held his own easy. He kept moving forward. He's, he's going to be a good player.
0: Very good. Boys, I'm happy to move this one on because there's not much more to talk about here. Uh, unless you have anything else to add, Guilty, the Akasha MVP 3 2
1: It's really hard to work out who we're going to give him to. Like I, I bagged Tedesco just before. He still was one of their best players around the 240 metres. Uh, Luke Keary, we gave three. Tedesco, two.
0: And Mulitano, one. Very good. Boys, game seven. The St. George Illawarra Dragons defeat the Canterbury Bulldogs 34-24. to 24. In front of a sold-out picturesque Belmore Oval. The Dragons managed to get over the Bulldogs and extend their losing streak to four games in a row. Positives. Uh, in Mick Potter's two games uh, that he's been in charge of, my beloved Bulldogs, who have been shocking this year, unfortunately, damaging my soul, he has managed to average 23 points per, per game, unlike Barrett, who couldn't, could barely score 16 points. It's very rare that we could score 16 points until Mick Potter came in. Uh, But negatives that I'm seeing, and it's just showing every week, and it's just so frustrating. We versed four, the Bulldogs, I mean, versed four bottom eight sides in a row. And this is after they beat the Roosters. And everyone's like, oh, they can win the next month's games. And they actually lost all four of them, funnily enough. Um, They just, the Bulldogs concede a lot off the back of inexcusable errors and it's very frustrating because I've said this before. They can't do two things, right? Like they score a try, then they'll drop the ball off the kickoff or they'll score a try. And then they'll drop the ball two sets in or two, two tackles in, or they'll give a penalty away or something stupid. And then they can't defend their line. And it's frustrating, very frustrating. But anyway, um, look, this, this game was, was, was wasn't was great. Uh, quality wise. It was just, Great that it was played at Belmore in front of a sold-out crowd. I thought that was beautiful, being a Bulldog supporter. Uh, And it's great to see that the fans are there for their club. Um, People are calling for more Belmore games. Uh, I don't think it will happen. Maybe one or two a year, as they have been doing for the last uh, 10 years. Which, 10 years ago, we made the grand final, by the way, against the Storm. But, yeah. Only other thing I can say, boys. Blake Laurie scored his first try. Uh, for the Dragons in 91 games. So that was a pretty exciting moment for him, despite the fact it was against the Bulldogs. I think good on him. But other than that, no one stood out for either side. Uh, Maybe Ben Hunt did, but, you know, he he wasn't great. He bloody got axed by Matt Dufty. So, you know, got nothing more to add if anyone else wants to contribute.
1: They talked about... Look, this is the game I watched the KO Mini. I just I, I listened to it on the radio, but didn't watch the game. Mm. Um, in the highlights, he makes a lot of he uh, plays well.
0: I oh, mean, I had a feeling he would because he always ripped up against the Bulldogs when he played with the Dragons, and I just had the feeling he'd st- stand up against the Dragons because you know they got rid of him. So, and he, but he did play well. He was good. Just he doesn't do those. He's just not the fullback like, you know, the, the, the great clubs in, our, in the NRL currently. He just doesn't inject himself like those fullbacks. But it all comes down to their structures and, you know, they're just not gelling as a team, which is very unfortunate because it's been 12 games and they've won two. It's it's very, very frustrating.
1: Mate, I've said it before and I, this is what I believe. I reckon if Duffy went to a side like Melbourne, he would shine. He's yeah. just that type of player.
0: Well, mate, you did say last week that Dufty would um, uh, when he goes over to Warrington Wolves in the Super League, that he'll probably win no, he'll the kill it. Man of Steel. Yeah. Kill it. But, yeah, I think you're right. When when uh, um when
2: they sacked Barrett, I heard like straight away that um the Fox was going to be moved to fullback.
0: What's yeah. happened with that? Well, last week he was Nothing. he had the flu, and then this week they've put him on the wing and probably just went nah. We'll see how he goes again and. Belmore and they're I playing the Dragons. Try. Mate, I reckon next week they should against um I think they're playing the Panthers. Oh, you, can't, you can't do it against the Panthers. But they're under man, they're, they're undermanned because of origin. <laughs> so cool. just, anyway. Yeah, boys. Uh got nothing more to add add here. So I'm happy to move it on. Guilty for the Cash MVP 3-2-1. Um,
1: from what I saw, Ben Hunt, Ben Hunt looks like um and was spoken about as having the a good game. So got three. <laughs> um zach lomax looked pretty good on the right he set up a few tries and scored one or two and um for the bulldogs max king he's pretty tireless i mean i think he ran for 140 meters of 16 hit ups i mean he's having a real go he's not he's not a real name player he's having a big
0: yeah mate the bulldogs forums love him and so do i so he's one of those players um in Two years. I think the Bulldogs only have six or seven players on contract. Matt Burton, if you count him as well, which, you know, technically he's not. Um, Max King's one of them and he deserves his spot there. And I think he needs to be the starting lock in place of um, Josh our Jackson. captain, Josh Jackson. Yeah.
1: But anyway. What do you do? What do you do with Josh Jackson?
0: You just second row or come off the bench? Can't drop yeah. him, but right. second row off the bench. That's what you do. Anyway, boys, final game. Game eight, the Parramatta Eels defeat the Canberra Raiders 28 to 20. Guilty. Your side, mate. Parramatta absorb all the pressure of the Canberra Raiders to end their three game win streak in front of a near packed GIO stadium in Canberra. Mate, I thought this was a fantastic game. A great game. Uh, both sides showed up and it was. A fantastic arm wrestle. I, fe- I felt Pan- the, the Parramatta Eels just showed that little bit more class, but it also shows that the Canberra Raiders are, uh, are in it for the rest of the year. They're in the fight for the eight, like you predicted, Guilty, by the way. I think it was Guilty, or was it you, Clarky, that predicted Canberra in the eight? No, um, I have No, I don't have them in the eight. Uh, it was Guilty. But, mate, your team, give it away. Uh, take it away.
1: Yeah, look, I thought the the, uh, prop battle at the the first 20 minutes was fantastic. You had Paulo and uh, RCG going up against um, Papali and uh, Tapanay. And they just – I think Tapanay and um, Papali had 15 hit-ups between them in the first 20 minutes. Um, Mate, it was just an arm wrestle, you know. I thought, you know, the other thing that the Parramatta have got going for them is that we have that – He's like a prop in Papalihi. He's he's moving forward too. And I said earlier on that Army kick is the best best second rower in the game. I reckon he's followed pretty closely by by Isaiah Papalihi, mate. Uh, um, if you watched the game uh, at halftime, Cooper Cronk sort of indicated that. Uh, He just felt the Eels were just a bit too classy and uh, they sort of were at the end, but the Raiders just, just kept, kept coming, kept coming. And the Eels kept um, just turning up in defense. I think they, I think they, there was one point they had to make 20 tackles in a row. Mm. Um, I I watched the, I watched Ricky Stewart press conference to see what he said. And he was pretty proud of the way the camera played. Um, He just said it was a, a super game between two teams and it just shows you that Canberra are right up there as well if, it can, if they can go toe to toe with these teams uh, they've got the Roosters next week so that'll be interesting mm. they don't have anywhere near the amount of players going away for Origin as well
0: yeah I thought Fogarty was good on his well, first mate, game his back first game and first debuting for the Canberra Raiders yeah, it was a massive one yeah,
1: I on. thought I thought when that young kid started playing for uh, Canberra the halfback I thought oh, it'd be hard for Fogarty to get his spot back Roach probably he's just a class class, yeah class above isn't
0: he well mate yeah. it what's great for him um as you brought up clarky what's great for him is that you know this is his debut and he's only going to get better with their club they needed a halfback just to see the ship it gives whiten a bit more space and time and injection in the match too so or for his team too so yeah and mate uh, guilty Wonga blake he also came back didn't he
1: Mate, it, oh, when I saw that he was in the side this week, like, oh, Canberra, he side for Para. And when I saw Wonga Blake was in the side, I just went, oh, you know, that just gives us one, nothing against Hayes Perrin, but he just doesn't have the go forward that Wonga Blake has. Yeah. Wonga Blake. If- and Bailey Simmonson. Bailey Simmonson played against his old club. That's the best I've ever seen him play. He had a yeah, great game. He stood and it. He the defence of both, the defence of Wonga Blake and the defence of Simonson, I mean, the, you Know uh, when they're when Canberra are pulling one of those uh diamond shaped moves out to the backs, mm. uh, when those wingers come in and, and punch that, that player, Jesus, yeah. uh, good.
2: Um, that's your first choice backline, yeah,
1: mate. Really? Maker Sivo has been playing reserve, oh,
2: shit. yeah, forgot about Sivo.
1: Um, look, um, he's apparently been playing really well as well, but Bailey Simmonson's just I think just playing a little too good to let him back to get a sniff. The only way Sivo is going to get a chance is um is if there's injury. You
2: know? Yeah, we move back into the centers.
1: Yeah, for Opicek, I think Obajek's playing pretty good too, though. Yeah, you know, he is. So. It's
0: good. Good issue to have. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. After the yeah you know, the the backline crisis for the Eagles, they're starting to get them all back at the right time. I I guess. So. Yeah. 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 And look, you That's know good. what? I think
1: the players that played badly for the Eels were the spine. Like I thought, uh, I thought Reed Marnie played a bit of an average game. It's probably his worst game he's had this year. And uh, Gutho didn't play super. Oh, um, no, no he had a did out, didn't he? He did. Um, Mitchell Moses has, um, I think he's got 20 tries this year. And the next best is 13. So we I mean, need him to stay healthy.
0: Mate. I, I get you, but mate, Dylan Brown's outshining him. Just say that. He's yeah, fantastic. yeah, mate, Dylan Brown,
1: play. He, he, yeah, look, I didn't speak about Dylan Brown. Look, I mean, he, mate, I, in my opinion, he's the best 5'8 after Cameron Munster in the comp. I think he's better than Jerome Loi. So it's
0: good. I like that. And he's going to be a New Zealand boys, New Zealand Kiwis. Yeah.
1: D- D- Dylan Brown and Jerome Hughes are going to be a tough If If they both, I, I can't see them not being the halves. They're going to That's be That's a pretty halves. good half
0: combination. That's massive for New Zealand. Absolutely yeah. gigantic. Mate, Maybe the last Joey thing I'll Manu say. Out, out, out,
1: out there in the centres, mate. New my Zealand boy, will go good. You my know? boy
0: Joey, the model for the Roosters yeah. <laughs> on and off the field. <laughs> Boys, uh, last thing I'll say about this game. It's off-field news, actually. Uh, more injury news, to be specific. Jared Croker cannot catch a break. Mate, he dislocated his shoulder at training earlier last week, so prior to the Eels game. Uh, it is reported that it is most likely going to require surgery, which will rule him out for the rest of 2022. Look, a lot of people are saying, mate, just hang it up now, but he's refusing to. He says he has too much love for the game to do that. But, mate, it's, it's pretty shit. <laughs> Fuck out. He's what, Wait, eight, eight or seven games? Eight or seven games or 300. And like,
1: not only that, the, the camera have centers, a lot of centers. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he would have really had to struggle to get his spot back. He got his spot back. He played well, then he gets injured again. I just, yeah, you know.
0: yeah, feel bad for him, Clarkey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jared Croker. Feel bad for the bloke. Oh yeah, of course, and the shit way to do
2: it too. You know, apparently he was trying to grab totally a. He was trying to grab trying a, a, No, was he trying to grab a um, remote control?
1: Yeah, I read that. Yeah, I did. Your arm's already fucked if you if you're just grabbing a remote control. <laughs> oh,
2: he wouldn't have
0: no, he wouldn't have got through the game. Yeah. No.
2: <laughs> no. no way in the world. No.
0: no. Anyway, guilty the cash MVP three two, for that one. Um we
1: I, we gave Tarpany three points, just massive, massive a lot of props played well this week, and he's just another one of them. Uh, Dylan Brown, very close. He got two. And Bailey Simonson playing against his old club. Mate, he's up against, like, Nick Kotrick, and I thought he'd
0: outshone him. Yeah. Boys, Ravenfly tips for round 13, starting with Clarke as usual. But before I start, just a reminder, the origin-affected NRL period has begun, boys. I've got to gripe with it, but I have to live with it. I have to deal with my gripe. But look, this round... Why? why? There's only four games. Uh, you know why I, I protested last year. Guilty, you remember. Four games, no origin players. Everyone's got to play undermanned. You know, that old jazz. I'll tell you what, it would be a lot easier to watch all of the games. A... <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I'm not going to protest this year. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to protest. I've just got to live with it. Um, I will watch the games. Unlike last year, remember last year? I forget what episode it was, but I just said, no, nah, not watching the games. You two talk. <laughs> Let's move it on. <laughs> But anyway, yeah. um, the Eels, the Sharks, the Tigers, the Dragons, the Storm, the Broncos, the rabidos, the Knights all have the bye. So game one, the Thursday match, Titans versus Cowboys at Gold Coast. Clarkie, you're allowed to pick them again if you like. Uh, Guilty, you cannot pick the Titans. The second game of five that you promised.
2: You can't pick the Titans without Tino because it's their only player. So Cowboys.
1: Okay. Mate, I would have picked. I would. I'll be honest. I would have picked the
0: Titans because the Cowboys just got so many players out. But you can't, so you have to pick the Cowboys. <laughs> uh, it looks like I'm picking the Cowboys. <laughs> game two, the Friday night game, the Panthers versus the Bulldogs at Penrith. Still have to pick the Panthers.
1: <sighs> as uh, as Julian said, yeah, I've got to pick the
0: Panthers. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm I'm picking the Panthers. How how bad is that? How sad. <laughs> It's bad. Oh. We got like
2: fifteen players
1: out in this Do You different... know what? I love watching these kind of games because this is where you see those players that never get a go. And oh, you know what?
0: No, this is this sucks because they're gonna get that go and they're gonna j up and the Bulldogs are just gonna fail again. Unfortunately, oh, just, oh, it's just so frustrating. I don't want to talk about it. Game three, Saturday game, Sea Eagles versus the Warriors at Manly.
2: I'm gonna pick Manly, but I can see the Warriors winning. There's no DC, no
0: um, Turbo. Oh, they got Jerbo, don't they? Oof, nearly That's jumped the gun the there. Point. Good yeah, the who you
1: got. Aiden for Noah Blake. I'm going Seagulls. I can't yeah. see the Warriors I mean, They got nobody.
0: Yeah, I got. I'm going Seagulls as well. It's in Manly Toby
1: too. So Harris. Harris is back for
0: another game. Anyway, final game, boys. The Sunday afternoon game. The Raiders versus the Roosters at Canberra. Big one. We're going to Canberra.
1: Yeah, after what, how they played last week. Have they got anyone in Orange? Uh, Jack White
2: And Josh Palmer. Oh, shit.
1: Yeah. Fuck, no, nah, Roosters. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I'm going Canberra because I just, I just think they've got those. Yeah, I'm going
0: Canberra. I think I'm going to go Roosters because they've still got their halves. No Tedesco, though. Joey Marno will probably go fullback. He's oh, fantastic. Yeah. He kills it, doesn't he? yeah. yeah. I'm going, to go, I'm going to go roosters.
1: Have they lost any forts? No, Angus
0: Christ's playing. Actually, I'm changing my mind. I'm going roosters. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Boys, that's it. We're done. Let's leave it at that. Thank you, Ryan and Nick, for coming on again. Always a pleasure and never a chore. A big thank you to our sponsors, Akasha, Rusty Penny and the Aryan Co. And to everyone tuning into episode 54 of the Cylon Story Rugby League podcast. That is a wrap from us here. Go the doggies against an undermanned Panthers for this week.
1: Glory, glory. Go para
0: and never forget the snakes. (laughs) I love your outro now. It's so good.